What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to episode 12 of the Unqualified Podcast. First episode in, like, three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> well, there's, there's been a lot. There's been a lot going on. Yeah, we had a, I, I, it's been a really busy couple of weeks for me. Especially for me. I literally, this is my first week alone in over a month and a half. Yeah, because you were here at the so, end of October. And then two weeks before that... My right. boyfriend was here. The week after that, Whitney was here. And then oh, I yeah, went to Connecticut right. for three weeks. And then you guys were here two days later. Oh, wow. I forgot that you... Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So I've just been hosting or being hosted. Yeah. Sorry that we were such a burden on you. Jeez. It's fine. Whatever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get over it. I'm just going to go on Expedia.com and make a phone call about canceling. You booked on Expedia? Yeah, I don't. I've never booked before. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I haven't flown as an adult. Wait, finish the intro. Uh, wait, that was the intro. It's no, episode. It we didn't introduce ourselves. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, this is episode twelve of the Unqualified Podcast, and I'm Jesse. And I'm Megan. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no problem. Now I forget what we were talking. Oh right, um, me flying. Okay, wait, hold on, back and- up. So. Jesse came to visit yeah. with my my aunt and my uncle and my cousin Jordan. Jordan, you all know Jordan. Yeah, she's Jordan, been here. If you're listening, you know Twice. yourself. I think. I think you know yourself. I don't know. But anyway. So they all came to visit for Thanksgiving. Um, which was really nice compared to last year. And Jesse The last two years. Oh yeah, that's true. We haven't but gotten together. Year, no, you're right. It's been two Last years. Last year, you guys were gone. And the year right. before that, um, Jordan got COVID, like, right around Halloween. And it that scared bitch. everybody. Because we were, I know, she ruined it for all of us. We were I think all we, like, if she's going to die, she's going to die alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it scared everybody. Because we were going to get together. But then everybody kind of freaked out after that. So we decided to not yeah. get together. So the last time we were all together for uh, Thanksgiving was 2019. Three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, Until this year. It was weird, though, because even though we weren't together that other year, for some reason, it seemed less weird than us being in Florida. Oh, yeah. No, because, well I, well, I guess it is still really, you know, comparing the weirdness of you living just across the country to a deadly virus outbreak <laughs> that brought the yeah, entire planet to its knees. They're still they're both pretty weird. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, uh, I don't know. In 2020, it was like we were all still in the same state. So it wasn't that weird. It was just like something had screwed it up for us. But it wasn't like there aren't going to be more of these. So I think right. that's why it's weirder, because when you're down there, you're like, yeah, this is just what it's going to be now. This is what Thanksgiving yeah. is. Disney on Thanksgiving, which right. I didn't get to go this year because my family wanted to visit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> totally joking. We- we ruined it. Sorry. Well, no. <laughs> a little, but no. <laughs> it was going to be busy anyway. So, like, yeah. I avoided the crowd. So, I can't... Yeah. I guess I can thank you guys for that. Um, But anyway, so, Jesse, tell us about your experience in Florida for the first time since getting engaged. <laughs> um, yeah. By the way, I don't live in the same area. You so don't. I feel like that's important we went to, to mention. We the same area, though, because we went to Disney Springs. We did. Which wasn't exactly the same area, but we, it was, you know, kind of the same area. Pretty close. Um, but, yeah. No, it was actually, uh, it was good. I, uh, 
I had a good a good time down there, and now I'm back in Connecticut, and the weather is shit, and it's very upsetting because I it took me you know four days of being in Florida to get used to Florida weather, and uh, and now I'm back to like it's like 35 degrees and or it's like like almost 50, but it's rainy like today. That's so um, yeah, not loving that. I don't blame you. Kind of ruined ruined winter for me because now I don't want to be in the cold. After wearing, yeah. you know, walking around in shorts and a t-shirt in Florida for <laughs> half a week in November. Yeah. I hate this webcam. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> okay, that's better. But um, uh, but you're but, coming back. Yes. Yeah. So I uh, I'm going back for Christmas. Christmas in Florida. But so. this time I'm flying because um, I'm not doing that drive again. Now remind so, me, when especially was the last so time you soon. Flown? Oh yeah, so that's what we started to talk about. This is my first time flying as an adult. Period. Uh, the last time I flew was 2007. It was after my uh, my freshman year of high school, and it was to uh, New Mexico. That's when I went on that um, youth group trip when I used to have mm-hmm. to go to church. Um. And uh, we flew from Hartford to Dallas and then from Dallas to Albuquerque. And that was June 2007. So that was the last time I flew. So that was 15 years ago. So I was 15 years old and I was there with like an entire (laughs) church group. So like it was me and a bunch of like my friends and like some chaperones and stuff like that. And the Lord, obviously. Well, obviously. I mean. It was with you. uh, Um, and then, uh, before that, I mean, I flew a few times with like, you know, like family vacations, like when we went to Louisiana. Oh no, we didn't fly on that trip. No. No. Oh, you know what I think we might've done? I think we might've flown to Florida and then driven to Texas. Really? Like, yeah. Like we rented a car. That seems Um, to be a pretty common way to travel. Yeah. Well, it was like, cause we were going to go down and we've spent like a week in Florida with like relatives and then took the car that we rented and drove kind of like across the Gulf of Mexico. Not, not across the Gulf of Mexico, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that would have been a real miracle. Um, you know, but like, you know, around it and, yeah. uh, we, you know, we stopped in, um, I think, I thought we stopped in Alabama. Because I de- or maybe Mississippi. Sweet I've home Alabama. Sweet home Alabama. Wow. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think it might have been Mississippi because I know I've been to Biloxi. So, uh, and we but we, then uh, that's when we stayed in New Orleans, and uh, I talked about uh, like a month, a month or two ago, yeah, how Hurricane Katrina was maybe possibly my family's fault. But uh, Can you imagine if that was a thing? If well, I mean, cause a there's hurricane? enough evidence to suggest it was so. <laughs> Yeah. Enough, enough that you could definitely uh, point the finger at us. But, oh. yeah, so anyway, 15 years ago was the last time I flew. And even before that, it wasn't, I didn't ever, like, fly. I was never, like, a frequent flyer. So, it's my first time flying as an adult. It's my first time flying alone. And it's my first time flying in, like I said, 15 years. So, it should be a real treat. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> and also, I'm afraid of flying. I was going to so. say, be honest now, you have a fear. <laughs> that yeah. was going to be my next thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not just that it's like a, all this like kind of stressful, like, oh, shit, I've never had to like get myself to a terminal by myself. Like, well, I've never had to like figure out how much time I need to go through security by myself. So Yeah, and you can't like hold the hand of the random stranger sitting next to you. Right, be like if you get scared. Just happen to notice that that person's also flying to Orlando and just be like, "So, I'm like your adopted son for like the next like hour and a half until we no, get listen, off the plane." No, listen. I think that there is like a certain level of like bonding with like the people you fly with. Yeah. Like when I was on my way home, um when I was there visiting and I came home, I was sitting next to this kid. I, I say kid, but he was probably like my age. Like he was right. covered in tattoos, but he was like, he was small. So I just like, I was like, all right, he's a 12 year old with tattoos. But in reality, he's probably like 25. Yeah. Um, probably. <laughs> he's like, he's freaking out. Okay. Like we're on the plane and he was just like, he's like, okay, like he's, he's talking to himself and he's oh, stressed. No. He's like, I've never been on a plane before. Oh no. <laughs> Oh my I was God. like, oh, okay. And I'm sitting at the window and he's in the middle. And then like his mom or his grandmother or whoever is sitting next to him. So he's like telling me how scared he is. And he's just like, I've never been on a plane and I'm so stressed out and I'm freaking out. And I was like, all right. I was like, listen, it beats the drive. I was like, even yeah. if this next two hours is absolute torture, it beats the drive. It's only two hours. Right, we only have to suffer. Well, it's like two and a half, but either right. way. So we're sitting on the plane, and he's looking out my window constantly. And I have like this thing about like space, so it was kind of weird to have like this man just like leaning over me all the whole time. Like he was right. like in front of me. And <clears throat> at one point during the flight, I had my table down, and I just had like my my juice there, and because they give you free drinks sometimes, depending on who you fly with. I don't think you get free drinks with who you're flying with, though. Mm. So you're not going to get that, like, high-end experience? I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's okay, because I have... Uh, I'm also... I uh, this I didn't tell you. When I come, I'm going to rent a car. Oh, you are? Yeah, that way Lit. nobody has to come, like, get me from the airport or anything like that. Oh, I would have uh, done it. I already made that plan. Well, this way, you, now you don't have to. Um, Whatever. But also because, like, I'm flying back on Tuesday, so I don't want to, like, burden somebody on a probable work day. Be like, hey, can you right back to the airport? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So well, I was like, I'll just rent a car, and then that way I can stay, you know, the extra day and a half or whatever. Okay, well, that's cool. Well, without having to put anybody out. Oh, but I'm, I'm, the reason I'm telling you is what seat are you sitting in? What seat did you book yourself? I, I, I didn't. Oh, you're going to let them sign it to you when you get there? I did, didn't, I, as far as I know, it did not give me an option to select my Fucking seat. Fucking Expedia, dude. You're going to get there, and they're going to be like, <laughs> you're sitting underneath the plane with the bags. <laughs> we don't have any seats we're, for you. We're going to strap you to the roof. <laughs> Holy shit. You're supposed to book the seat. Look into that. After this podcast is over, look into that and find out where you're sitting. <laughs> I think they just set, like pick one for me. Okay, so where does it say? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get my like boarding pass or anything yet. All like, right, whatever. Uh, it can. It can get that. Yeah. Either way. So this dude's in the middle. I have my tray down with my <clears throat> juice in the corner, and he decides it's time for a nap. We had some turbulence throughout most of the flight, so when he finally like calmed down, he's like, "I'm gonna take a nap." 
when I tell you I liked the window seat because I like to be able to lean against the side. Right. Because, like, I don't want to bend over. So he literally, I wake up because we hit turbulence again. And he literally is laying on my table. <laughs> this, If the table wasn't there, this man would be on my lap. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I get that you're scared, but your mom or someone in your family, I know you came on the plane with her. Like, she's right there. Like, <laughs> lean to the left, dude. So it was really awkward. And then the um, before we landed, he literally, he was freaking out. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't know what to do. And I was like, you're just going to sit there. I was like, if the plane explodes, the plane explodes. There's really not much you can do. Right. <laughs> but it's probably going to be fine. As I did, I did say that to him. I said, it's probably going to be fine. <laughs> I didn't want to overpromise. Probably is like not the word you want to hear. <laughs> I know. I literally, I felt bad because he was like, oh, I'm kind of freaking out. I'm kind of freaking out about this landing. I'm kind of freaking out. I was like, dude, it's probably going to be fine. <laughs> and he literally was like, probably. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like, probably. I'm not the pilot. What do you mean? Like, well, I mean, it could not be fine. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I've had some rough landings. Okay. Like I have flown a lot this past year, um, more so than ever. Right. And I've had some rough ass landings. Like some one of them, um, when I visited in December and I was with my mom, I remember the way that that plane landed, I was like, <laughs> I was like, are we okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> is the nose on the ground? Because that hurt. <laughs> I got flung. Okay. <laughs> but another time, the pilot landed so gracefully that I could only think he deserves like a Nobel Peace Prize because I've never felt so peaceful <laughs> during lifetime a lifetime achievement award. Literally, he like he did it with such finesse. Like it was just so like the descent was so gradual, and then yeah. like once he hit the ground, it just like kissed the ter- the terminal. And he's like, <laughs> like just like a little boop, and like nothing. We weren't even we weren't even speeding because sometimes they land and they'll land fairly smoothly, but then it's the speed of the plane because these planes travel like 500 miles an hour. Yeah. So if they're going full speed, you just feel like like you're just like you fly <laughs> right. forward. You're just hoping that they stop before they run out of road. <laughs> but you know this one was um this landing was okay it wasn't much of a bump and it wasn't too fast so i, I would give him some credit i would rate it a decent six out of ten hmm, that's a pretty Only low because score the take- i'm taking points away because his takeoff was i could have done better uh, i've done better on gta having never that's not the same it's not the same you know what i plane on gta i, I always have, crash i have microsoft flight simulator so next yeah. time you're here, I we can put this to the test on the okay. podcast and see I, if you could do it to better take You know off. what? Even never playing that before, I promise you that I could probably take off the plane in that game having never played before. Then this man or woman or whoever took off the plane on the day that I flew out of there. Because when I tell you, the plane went like this. I don't like that. <laughs> and literally, I just felt like... He was doing something wrong. I was just like, why are we not <laughs> ascending, sir? Like, I was flipping out. I was pissed because I just want to get up in the air and I want to get on my way. And then I have this motherfucker next to me who's having a meltdown. Right. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and I was just like, don't stress me out, dude. <laughs> um, But it, in all reality, it wasn't that bad. I'm just, I get picky when I'm tired. And that was a very late flight. So I was very tired. There were children screaming bloody murder because they were tired and they were just in a bad mood. And I guess ungrateful for the fact that their families were taking them to Orlando. Don't really get it, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah, that was my experience. 
I look forward to hearing yours. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't love thinking about not great landings. You know, no, right the landing, the- honestly, as rough as they can be, as someone who likes rides, I kind of love it. Uh, yeah, no, we are not going to agree on this. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine that I'm like no. on a roller coaster. That's it. Yeah, I don't do those either. So <laughs> well, maybe someday. No, because I've done them before. And Which ones have you done? Like Six Flags? Yeah, I did Batman at Six Flags. Yeah, that's like the lowest quality roller coaster you can do. Yeah, and even that was like, I was like, okay, I did it, and it was cool, but never again. Yeah, you can't trust them. I would never go on a roller coaster at Six Flags or anywhere else ever again. Disney or Universal, period. Right. Um, what, Is it... Superman? That's so that Superman or Bizarro or whatever it is. Flags, yeah, yeah, at Six Flags. I remember hearing a story one time about a woman who was flung yeah. out of her seat. Yep. And her like daughter was still next to her. So like oh, she no. got flung across the park. Could you imagine? And then your kids like, just like watching you like, <laughs> like bye. Like, <laughs> like mom, where are you going? The ride's not over. <laughs> straight to hell we're going straight to hell who the lady that flew out of the roller coaster and left no, her kid us alone for joking Why? About it. listen all right this is the literally the worst day of that poor little girl's life how do we know that how do we know that her dad didn't die in a more tragic way did the mom die? i hope he didn't because if she got some shit luck i'm just if, saying we don't know that that was the worst day of her life so i th- i don't think it's fair don't jump to, to assume that that was the okay. low point all right. <laughs> it could have been. It could be so much worse for her. I guess. <laughs> you know, just let her live in her misery if that's what she wants to do. I mean. I mean, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I. I just. I hope nothing worse than that has happened to make a different day the worst day of her life. But I hope not. But I feel like if you're going on a roller coaster at a place like Six Flags and. You are the one party that your mother just happens to fly out of the seat. I have to think that bad luck follows you, but I don't know. I'm. It doesn't get much much worse than that, so. I don't. I don't know that it can, but. It's you know. It just. I guess that speaks to our level of like dark imagination. Yeah. <laughs> Someone could probably listen to this and be like, I can think of a million worse scenarios. Right. Well, anyway, I uh, I heard that story. And uh, that's precisely why I won't do roller coasters. Okay. Because there's no amount of fun I could have that would make me want to risk that. Okay. I also, like, I have specific things about roller coasters that I don't like. Like Like, what? I don't like going fast if I'm not in control. Okay. I'll go, you know, 70 miles an hour on the highway and feel fine because I'm driving. But if somebody else, if like, if I'm the passenger and somebody's driving kind of, like, a little loosey-goosey, uh... (laughs) I'm going to start getting real uncomfortable. I'm Can gonna I get... give you some real talk right now? Yeah. A, a lot of roller coasters don't go that fast. Like Space Mountain. At the very least, they have the illusion of going fast because I've watched videos. Space Mountain, which is one of the most popular rides between Disney World and Disneyland. Mm-hmm. It's People are terrified of it. I went on it, okay, and I thought my neck was going to fly off because it's just an old roller coaster and the way it whips you around... Right. And it feels like you're going so fast. Yeah. It's it about, doesn't it's even probably, go 25. Yeah. It's more about the inertia than the speed. Yeah. So if it's about speed, 
I mean, the facts are there. We can just research the roller coaster before you go on and find the max speed is going to be like 15 miles an hour. But well, it's not just speed. It's also heights. I don't like heights. Okay. Should come in that I can't foresee that being an issue when I go fly uh, twice in December. 37,000 feet. Yeah. <laughs> no biggie. You know, just, you know, higher than. I think you'll love it. I think uh, especially so close to doing the drive. Right. I think you're just oh, going to get off gonna that like plane. it when I get up back on the ground in Orlando and I'm like, wow, I was home two hours ago. This is you're great. You're going to be like, wow, this was fantastic. Plus, the Orlando airport is beautiful. So Yeah, I, I've been there before. Like, I used to fly not, like, all the time, but, like, enough. Like, usually, like, mm-hmm. once or twice a year or something like that um, for vacations. And uh, I've been to, you know, like, through Orlando uh, but again, I was a child. Like I was like really little, like probably like yeah. somewhere between like seven and 11 years old. So I was like small. So you don't remember when I was a child, yeah, not, I threw up M&Ms on an airplane. You like to throw up in public. That's like your thing. Yeah. <laughs> My mom hates that You're story. so proud of it. You're like, yeah, it is. You know what? I read this thing on Facebook. <laughs> And I read it and I was like, oh, my God, I need to tell my mother because my parents have always given me a hard time for never being able to, like, throw up in the right place. Yeah. Because I kind of just, like, let it out. (laughs) I'll deny it. They don't realize how much I hold back. But, like, once I throw up, like, you know that that I had no other choice. Right. But anyway, I read this thing. I don't know if it's true. I didn't fact check it. But this dude, no. It was a kid. Okay, a kid was had to throw up, and he, like, put his hand over his mouth and, like, kind of, like, swallowed it to make it to the bathroom. Right. And then he died. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Because it, like, went to his lungs, and he suffocated. So they say if you have to throw up, they were shaming parents (laughs) that make their kids feel like they can't throw up. Wherever they want to. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I shit you not, I read that, and I was like, Mom! <laughs> I was like, she's lucky I didn't die! You could have you gotten me killed. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, she always made me feel bad about it after, but, like, not in a way, like, where I thought I was going to get, like, my ass kicked if I threw up, just in a right. way, like, ah, oh, damn, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, there's another story that my mom's going to tell on me <laughs> that people don't need to know. <laughs> You know, like, she she literally told, like, my boyfriend that story. Multiple boyfriends that oh, story. Oh, no. Like, she fucking... I swear, I have so many embarrassing moments. And, like... need to tell embarrassing moments back. Yeah, I know, but I don't have that many of my mom. I can give you some. Okay, go and ahead. And Crystal, Crystal can give you a lot, too. Why don't you give one right now? I'm not gonna... No, why would you want to... Why would you want to waste it? It's not a waste. It, yeah, it is. Fun fact, my mom does not listen to this podcast. The most she's listened of this podcast is when she comes in, she hears me talking to myself because she can't hear you. Every time she forgets we even have this, she comes in and who the hell are you talking to? I'm doing the podcast. Literally, one time she came in here and she was just like talking and I was like, mom. <laughs> like, hello. I was, I was like, I feel, I feel so pathetic because I'm in here doing a podcast at my parents' house in my bedroom and my mom walks in and I'm like, mom, leave me alone. I'm doing the podcast. <laughs> like, I just feel like such a loser. <laughs> but like, I know it's not like that. I mean, the economy is tough, guys. It is hard to live. <laughs> it is. So. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, but oh. I mean, my mom's pretty cool. My dad's yeah. cool too. 
but they like to tell my embarrassing stories. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> but yeah, what can I say? Okay, that was weird. We had some like a. Uh, I think I had technical difficulty. I don't know if it was like my mic or what, but like all it just went. My ears went dead quiet for a second. So, oh, wow. yeah. It's not my problem because I'm hardwired. I'm hardwired too. You are. My mic's plugged. Yeah. Wait. Oh, like. Oh no. Like I thought it was like a problem with my mic or something. Um, well, I guess it could have been the internet. I don't know. Who don't knows? Know. Uh, that I'm not hardwired. I'm. I don't know. I'm just trying to. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> um. But yeah, so we were talking about um I'm coming back in December flying. Yes. And uh I was I going to I was going to say the last time I flew uh which like I said was uh 2007 when I took the um the trip out to New Mexico. I had an incident on that flight on the way back. What was it? It wasn't like a like nothing like happened, but <clears throat> so I went out on this youth group trip. I had an incident, but nothing happened. Well, it wasn't like, yeah, no, it's not like anything happened, like, during the flight. Just, oh, like, I, I had you. a hiccup with getting home um, that it may or may not have, like, supernatural causes. So, hear me out. All right. So, uh, we went out to New Mexico. It was for a youth group trip. And uh, basically what the, what it was, because I used to have to go to church when I was a kid. And uh, I don't anymore. <laughs> but, uh. I was going to say, you make it sound like I was forced into the church. I mean, kind of, because I didn't want to be there. <laughs> but I mean, it was, you definitely it, got the option later on. Yeah, later on. But when I was a kid, I didn't want to be there, but I had to be. That's, I think, definitionally me being forced. But it's not like a, a source of trauma. <laughs> it's just like my parents like, we're going to church now. And, you know, I'm like nine years old so i can't be like you guys go ahead i'm gonna stay back at the house like they're oh, like yeah, no you aren't gonna stay home alone so you're coming with us you know it's you don't have like the luxury of staying behind if you don't want to go where your parents are going when you're like a child so what age is that acceptable um not nine or ten definitely older really? than that yeah and you leave a nine-year-old at home they can still cause a lot of damage to themselves or property <laughs> to themselves yeah yeah i think back to when i was a nine-year-old like i could have definitely gotten myself killed if i was home alone i probably was home alone at nine because see i wish i could like remember stuff like that because i feel like my whole childhood is just jumbled into like one time like i don't remember like oh when i was nine i did this like i can't remember right. my individual ages and things that happened when i was a certain age yeah, I, it's weird because, like, I've always thought of my memory as, like, really, really good. But, like, late, like, every now and then something will happen because, you know, I'm, like, I'm 30 now. So, like, childhood memories are 20 years ago now. <laughs> so, it's, like, sometimes someone will remember a story one way. And, like, I've always had, like, my recollection of it. And then they'll bring something else up. And then it's, like, then I remember it. And I was, like, oh, my God, I've been, like, misremembering this for like the longest time no can i tell you i'm so glad you said that because so the other day i don't remember what the specific instance was but this has happened to me a lot and it's really concerning so i've said to my mom i'm like hey do you remember that time when i was a kid and like blah 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 and she's like what are you talking about and i'm like mom you were there like you don't remember when like this <laughs> happened and then she's like no and i'm like what do you mean like how is this not a significant memory for you and then it makes me question my whole life like, yeah 
did I make it up? Like, did this never happen? Right. Is my mom just, she didn't care? <laughs> like, she doesn't remember because it didn't matter to her? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, too, because, like, I don't know about you, but, like, for me, like, some of the, like, the very distinct memories I have are of, like, entirely non-consequential moments. Like, nothing was happening. It's like I just remember looking out a window and, like, going, like, like spitting or something. You know, like, just something totally random that has no, uh, like, no relevance to anything and no real value. It's just a weird snapshot of a memory. Yeah, I have a weird – I have one memory like that, but it's more significant. I remember right. – I, I don't know how old I was, but I went down – you know my old house that was in, like, Salem? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I – when I lived downstairs? Yeah. So – there was like a my room and then like my room was like split with like partially like a basement if that mm-hmm. makes sense um but it was like the whole yeah, downstairs was finished but it what led to the backyard so like one day on like christmas morning my mom made me like bring my stuff down to my room like she always did and i remember walking into my room but like the light was always off in that other room but I swear to you, to this day, I am convinced I saw, like, a man in that room. What? Yes. But when I tell you that I had this, like, I convinced myself as a kid that if I was afraid of something, I just needed to act like it wasn't there. Right. So I saw it, and then I just went to my room, and I started, like, putting my stuff away, minding my own business. And I was like, all right, let me put this away. I think I'll go upstairs. And then I ran. I got up that first flight of stairs and ran. I was what? like, I'm done. Yeah, and I like to this day I remember it. And I'm like, I swear to God, there was a man in my house. But I didn't. Oh say my anything. God! It wasn't even like I went upstairs and I was like, Hey, mom, I saw something down just there. Just so you know, like <laughs> you just I never just, talked about it. I was like, Hopefully he just leaves. Like hopefully he's just not there when I get down there. Like you better, you know, you better get out of here, sir. Or I might, I might see you the second time. I just didn't want him to think I saw him. So I was like afraid that if I like said something. That my parents wouldn't believe me, and then the guy would kill me. Right. I mean, I didn't get kidnapped or anything, so. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but. I guess I didn't see anything, but or maybe the guy was like thankful he realized his mistake and then he left. I'm gonna get out of here. I'm, I'm gonna get out of here chance. before I get caught. Yeah. That so. would. That's a. Me- if that happened to me, that's a memory that would shape who I am today. <laughs> like. Maybe. I does. would have some serious fear from that. Well, I always used to have this fear going upstairs. Oh yeah. Like if you like when we lived in uh uh in Montville yeah when we lived together we, that uh like before we took well even after especially I guess after like when our rooms became when, like when we made the bed the bedrooms down there mm-hmm. like if you were coming upstairs even I feel like even if I was in my room like the door would be closed so it'd still be like pitch black and you go up those oh, yeah. stairs terrifying I I turn the lights on every time because and I had to walk like around right to get to the stairs and i always would just have like this little panic attack like yeah. my heart would well do you remember the light crazy. switch the light switch for those lights for the cellar the basement lights were at the top of the stairs so, like, i know if you were coming down to go to bed like I you had to turn on. the lights off and then go down the stairs yeah i would leave them on and i would yeah get in trouble. i did that a lot too and i would yeah we, we would get yelled at because like, like, you, you left the lights on i know i'm like what do you expect from me like, yeah, well, especially because like maze. my do- my bedroom was literally like to the bottom of the stairs, and then you could t- you could open the door from the stairs as you were taking like the last step, and then you- and then I'm in my room. You had to go through the whole basement. I had to literally go, you know, past your room, around, past the cellar door, and then to my room. 
Right. So, like, I had the potential to be murdered. Yeah. So, no, I was not going to take any shit for leaving the light on because they didn't want to light my path. I've legitimately never thought about this before. It was terrifying. It was literally gave me so much anxiety. And I was like, why, why, why do I do this to myself? Like, and then one time, um, (laughs) it was, I think it was one of my friends. I can't remember who it was. Someone came to like surprise me. Oh no. Yeah. And (laughs) I don't remember who it was, but I heard like a knock at my door and I was like, what the fuck? And I think you were, you weren't home. Like I knew you weren't there. Right. And I was just like, It was probably like a weekend that I was down at my dad's. Yeah, I think it was. And I was sitting in my room and I was like, this is it. No one can hear me (laughs) scream down here. I'm going to die. Someone (laughs) broke in through the cellar. Like, holy shit. And then like they opened the door and it was my friend. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, thank God. I would have been in an absolute panic. I was. Like, I honestly, I have so much anxiety about stuff like that. Like, anytime I go into like you know a downstairs area or just a dark area like yeah. i just i feel like that panic set crippling in. fear yeah it's yeah. great <laughs> but like I, I have to deny it that's the only way to get through it right i think i told you about one time um I, I think i told the story on here so i won't tell it again if you if this sounds familiar but did i talk about the time that uh matt and jordan pulled us did something similar to me but they were actually trying to scare the shit out of me, not just surprise me by coming over. You may have, but you need to elaborate a little bit. I don't recall. So they came over. I'll start telling it. And if it sounds familiar, tell me I'll, tell me I'll stop. Because if I told it, it was on here. So people don't okay. need to hear the same story twice. But um, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan doesn't need to hear the same story twice. <laughs> um, so Jordan and Matt, this is when I lived. I still lived in Montville and TJ lived with me. Mm-hmm. And Jordan and Matt came over. I don't know where I was because I wasn't working at the time. So I guess I was just out for the night or something. But I wasn't home. And uh, TJ – but TJ was. So he was just like watching TV or whatever in the living room. And Jordan and Matt came into the house, like busted in – not broke into because it's not like doors were locked. But they like snuck into the house wearing – like dark clothes and black ski masks. And they grabbed TJ and started like dragging him out. And TJ didn't know it was them. So TJ freaked out. He thought he was being abducted or murdered or something. And then finally, like, he was trying to fight back. And, like, he couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) They just had him and they were dragging him out of the house. And uh, then finally they took off their masks. And TJ was like, what the fuck? You know? But then they were like, when Jesse comes home, we're going to get him too. So I come home. This I had my Jeep. um, So I parked. Like, kind of, like, not in the woods because there were no woods there, but, you know, like, where um, I think your parents would park, like, uh, not the Envoy, but the other car. The Tahoe? You know, like, no. No. Cause, uh, they had two cars at that point, I thought, when you guys lived with us. They had the Envoy and something else. Um, was it the truck? It was the truck. Oh, it might have been the truck, My dad yeah. had that truck. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it was, like, parked against, like, you know, like, next to, like, the trees there. That's where I used to park. So okay. I park. And I kind of got to walk, you know, across, like, the trees so it's dark and stuff like that. I go inside, and uh, TJ just plays along with what Matt and Jordan do. They're not they're not there now. So I'm out – I'm just, like, out in the living room or the kitchen or whatever, like, talking to TJ. We probably started watching something or whatever. And then I started hearing – they started, like, fucking with the house from outside, like, hitting the windows and shit. And, like, you know, like, taps on the windows and jiggling the doorknob and stuff. And I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck? You know, so I'm freaking out. 
So, and TJ should have been nominated for a goddamn Academy Award for this because he's playing it along. He's like, dude, what the fuck? Because he knows. He knows. He just had this happen to him. He knows what's, you know, what's about to happen. But he's just, com- he's committed. He's like, dude, I don't know. I, I heard it too. I don't know what the fuck that was. And so he's playing, he's like playing dick. into it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, at the time, I had this like air rifle. It was anything no. crazy, but it would shoot, uh, it shot like, like 1200 or something FPS, I think, uh, feet per second. So it was a powerful air rifle that shot metal pellets. It's, so it's not a, like, like, it's not a real gun, but if you get hit by it, it's going to fuck you up. So I feel like I know where this is going. <laughs> so I go out and I grab the, you know, I grab the rifle from my, uh, my closet and I go outside and I've got it, you know, ready to go. And I'm aiming. I come around the front of the house, and I could hear whoever it was in that like dark alleyway between the garage and the back porch. Hmm. And so I just lift the gun up, and I start aiming. And I was about to fire because I could kind of see the outline of something. And uh, they've since told me. I think it was Matt was in the front, and he said I was pointing directly at his face. Like if I had pulled that trigger, I might have killed him. Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> I thought we were being home invaded. So I was like, and, and I was blind. like, yeah, I was like 18 years old. So I was like, I'm going to fucking take care of this shit. And uh, at the last, literally the last second, like I'm squeezing the trigger. I'm about to like, I'm uh, like a half a second away from pulling it all the way and it firing. And I hear uh, Jordan go, Jesse, it's us. It's us. And then I see hands come up in the light <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> To be and, honest, uh, if I was TJ, I probably would have been like, yeah, shoot those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, he was he, he had a vendetta because they got him successfully. He was in a win-win situation, okay? best Like, one scenario is that you were going to get the same thing happen to you, and he gets to be in on it, and it would be all fun and games. Right. And then the second scenario is that he gets revenge indirectly to right. the people who just fucking scared well, him. Well, that's what Jordan and Matt have said. Like, before, they're like, you know, like, TJ knows Jesse, so he knew, like, how he was going to react to this. And then Jesse goes and gets a gun and goes outside. And I feel like TJ should have known that he wasn't going to hesitate if it came yeah. down to it. That was and, his way of not uh, getting any blood on his And he just let him keep going. And they're Literally. like, what the fuck, TJ? I'm sorry. My cat's in heat. I don't oh, know if you can hear like, that. I could see you, like, looking. I was like, what are you, what are you looking at? My cat has been just screaming oh that's great for like two days and it's so obnoxious that, so i i hear it on my headphones so i was like right i was like i swear to god if he can hear this like just <laughs> my cat just in heat on the podcast like no oh my god the guest star we never wanted yeah no i don't think um, we need that <laughs> yeah well you know what that story reminds me of jesse the one of you and your friends attacking each other yeah do you remember when I, I sense that house. I probably do. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is too similar for you to not know what I'm talking about. So, you, sir, <laughs> thought it would be funny to put on a jigsaw mask <laughs> yeah. after you made me watch the movies, and I was scared. I didn't make you watch shit. Right, I'm pretty sure you suggested it. it. No. No, I didn't. Anyone who knows me knows that I would have never. 
especially do I like do I misremember the us watching the Saw movies as like a cherished fond memory and you okay, were listen. just petrified the whole time? I I was I was down. I was down. I'm just saying it wasn't my idea. I never would have gone up to you and been like, hey Jesse, let's watch a traumatizing movie. Right. If anything, any say, movie I watched at that age was 100% by your recommendation. Any of the Star Wars movies, Indiana Jones, right. and Saw included. I was just gonna, like, I'm just saying it'd be a really like, like darkly funny uh, concept if that moment that you know us watching Saw as like kids had mm-hmm. like fucked you up for years. And for me, I'm like, that's one of my favorite memories. We when we watched Saw. <laughs> yeah. Maybe watching the movies is a fond memory. Yeah, absolutely. What's not a fond memory is uh, yeah, walking where I took across it the bathroom, and I think my someone was in there cleaning it or something. It was really late. Someone else was in there. I think it was like my dad, and I remember just seeing out the window that fucking mask, and I didn't know you had it. Right. It wasn't like something that I've seen you have before. Yeah, it's not like I I had shown everybody in the house like, oh look at this cool thing I got. But I see those fucking spiral cheeks. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I, was like, no! I started screaming. <laughs> My dad starts yelling at me like, what? And I'm like, dad, out the window, out the window. I swear to God, there's someone out there, there's someone out there. And he's like, no, there's not. And I'm like, yes, there is. I swear to you. And it wasn't like we just watched the movies. We had watched it weeks prior. Like, right, right. I'm over. It's not it. like it's not like you watched it last night and you would suspect something like this. Right, of, I'm not suffering know, anymore. I'm not. I'm over it. Like I'm I watched right. the movie, I I lived my fear and I'm done. And <laughs> I see that fucking face and I was like, holy shit, oh my god. And I'm like, no, no, there's no. And my dad's like, there's nobody out there. I swear. And I'm like, dad, I swear to God, I wouldn't yeah. make this and up. And he was in on it, there. by the way. He knew I was out there. But then why did he yell at me like that? <laughs> He made me feel like such a dick. That's the craziest part. He got so mad at me. He knew what we were doing, what I was doing. He encouraged what I was doing, and then he still got mad at you for getting scared. And then I think I walked by your room because your door was. I went in your room. I went in your room when you still lived upstairs. Right. And I was like, he must. If he's not in here, like maybe it's him. And and then you weren't in there. But then I saw out your window, and I was like, what the fuck? Nobody sees this. What the hell? And I was screaming bloody murder. And it was probably honestly, I'm disappointed in all of the neighbors. Dale, no, not Dale. Gail. 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 Dale was my neighbor when I lived on uh, Connecticut Boulevard. I was disappointed in her. I know those screams would have been heard. <laughs> they echoed throughout the neighborhood. Literally, I've never felt such terror. And this mask just keeps popping up. I Then I'm like, I'm going to go into my room, which at one point was the computer room where, you know, and I was like, I'm going to go on the computer. You're outside that fucking window, too. And it was so subtle. Like, it was so hard to see because it was pitch black outside. So all I see is, like, the red. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> and I was, like, crying. And I'm having a meltdown. And then finally, I don't even know how you – I don't remember the rest. I blacked out. Uh, I remember what happened later. Well, for the, first of all, it the it, it's very funny, like, juxtaposition of you just kind of, like, walking from room to room in the house. Just, like, freaking out about this. Like, I see this fucking face. Nobody else sees it. And then me outside, like, literally sprinting from window to window. <laughs> like, I get to the window, and all you can see is the face, because you can't see me, obviously, because it's a mask. So you see the face of the Billy Puppet, but underneath it is just me being like, <gasps> <laughs> oh, my God. 
because <laughs> I'm just literally sprinting as fast as I can in circles around the house trying to get to different windows. Right. But uh, later, I don't know if it was, I thought it, I think it was the same night. I put on like all black and I put the mask on and I think I had some kind of weird robe thing because I could have sworn I pulled a robe hood like over the top yes. of the mask. And then oh, I sat in, in your guys' right? closet, yeah. yeah. And you were in there, like, watching TV or playing Nintendo or something. And you're just sitting there and looking at the TV. And I'm, like, you know, 10 feet behind you in the closet wearing the mask. And after probably about, like, 10 to 20 minutes of you just sitting in there, I finally, like, leaned forward and, like, moved something or whatever. And then you looked back, and but I was still hidden. And so you looked away, and I did it again. You looked back, and I leaned out with the mask, and you uh, you reacted poorly. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to know what? Me looking away was me like, I can't yeah, remember this is. Like, know I can't that I see, see them. It. It'll go away. And that's what it was. And that was what you would – that is what you will see from me to this day, you know, that I just <laughs> act like it's not happening. Um, And it's been a defense mechanism that I've picked up throughout my entire life. <laughs> And there are some very sad stories about it, but I won't talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> but I should, but I won't. <laughs> well, if you decide to. Well, I mean, I won't give any details, but, like, I've been in a situation where I knew somebody was in my room watching me sleep, and I just acted like I was asleep the whole time. Oh, yeah. I was like, if I just lay here, <laughs> I, I, nothing will happen. It's fine. <laughs> but in my head, I'm also like, I'm going to die, but I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of being afraid about it. This is, like, literally, like, actual nightmare fuel, too. Like, yeah, knowing the 100%. actual story. I know, it's awful. <laughs> like, I just go, just got chills. <laughs> like, you know, you, you you grow. You learn to <laughs> adapt to stuff like that. I mean, not them, but I'm yeah, fine no. now, so fuck off. But <laughs> Right. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, I was training for it my whole life. So, yeah. you know, between seeing that random ass person <laughs> in my house and you torturing me with the saw mask <laughs> and hiding in my closet, I was ready for that day for that like few months. I was ready and I had been preparing and training for that. I just didn't know it. <laughs> that is what you call useful life training. <laughs> That's when you woke up and saw saw you were be, like there was a person in your room like this is it. This so is what like, I've been training for. This is this I've is what I've been this. preparing for. I am <laughs> dead asleep. He has no idea. It's all good. <laughs> I'm just in my head like, all right, okay. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 that entire tangent came, somehow came, like, for, like, the past 20 minutes came out of, I was going to tell you about the last time I flew. And do you remember? That's where this whole, oh, wow. like, entire detour just came from. I don't even remember. I won't remember how that happened until I listen to this. <laughs> I feel like I probably cut it off. I mean, Either way, like, it was a good, good conversation. So, but I, mean, but I was... remembered that I, in a rare, like, turn of events, I remembered that I had, a like, a story I was getting ready to tell you. Go ahead. Um, so we flew down. Uh, this was, again, the New Mexico trip for the youth group. Basically, what the trip was, was it's uh, like youth groups from all over the country, like their entire youth group. They, everybody goes to the same place. And this particular year, it was Dolce, New Mexico. Dolce and Gabbana? N- nope. Okay. I, I don't know what the thing you said is, but it wasn't what I, where I went. <laughs> it, it was uh, just it was a Pretty literal sure it's like a fashion brand. Yeah, there, no, there was no fashion in this place. This was a literal like 
desert. It was actually the desert. Like, it was a little town in the desert. And uh, basically what the thing was, was, like, so all these youth groups go there, and then we get split up into groups with, like, five other random kids that we don't know you know so it's like no nobody in the group knows each other into like the little like groups we get separated into and then like one adult chaperone who also doesn't know any of the kids and then you know like my group of six kids and adult get you know whatever we're supposed to we're going and doing like work like charitable stuff for the whole week so my group like we were building a deck on this guy's house um because he was I think he had some kind of like, not like a serious physical like ailment, but he had something that made it like hard for him to get around or something like that. And he was like, he didn't have the money yeah. to get out. And like, so he didn't have like, any, he didn't have a way to get easily out of his, tra- his, the trailer he lived in because it didn't have stairs on either one, but it was elevated. So he had to kind of like climb out of, in and out of his trailer to leave the house. <laughs> and he was already like, like, ju- like, I think he was a little disabled. Like, he might have had, like, a like a bum, like, leg or something like that. It wasn't like he had, was he, he wasn't, like, in a wheelchair or anything like that. Um, So it wasn't anything, like, serious. But I think he might have had some, like, you know, like, some difficulty walking around. And he's got to climb out of, in and out of his trailer. <laughs> so, yeah. like, my group was there building a deck on his front door with stairs going up to it. And then there was actually another group that was also there building stairs on the other side. Uh, the other exit from the trailer. But, uh, you know, it's a whole church thing. So we get down there. We're not allowed to have our phones. And, uh, like, they collected them all. Like, when we got there, on we flew down on, like, uh, to get to Albuquerque. I think we flew down on a Friday, stayed in Albuquerque Friday night, and then in a hotel. And then we got up and drove to Dolce the next morning. And, uh... Because it was like a full day of flying. We had like a, a pretty long layover in Dallas. But so you're like forced against your will. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's like nobody was like, you have to go on this youth group, this youth group trip. But but if you didn't go, you're going to go to hell, right? I mean, I, I did guess. they imply it? I feel like that's a situation no. where they're like, you don't have to do they, it, have but you don't s- have to go to heaven either. <laughs> <laughs> you just got a decision to make. Like. <laughs> Um, totally up to you, but just know. Just know that if you choose wrong, you're fucked. So, but, but if that's what you want, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't so like that they took your phones. I. It's because they I didn't want us all. They didn't want everybody on their phones, like when they're supposed to be connecting with each other and the Lord. And uh. And the Lord. <laughs> and the Lord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so we got down on um. Like I said, Friday night, and then they collected our phones Saturday. So like we got one night with our our phones down there, and then and then they kept them for the whole week we were there. But Wednesday on the trip we had like a half day of work or like a free. It might have just been a free day. Um, and we got our phones back for that because then we were and we were just then we like we everybody was free to go out with their like the youth group they came with. Like we would go out and like. So, but here's the thing that sucked is so like at the time I was a 14 year old boy dating a girl. That's when I was with Jessica. (laughs) And so I'm 14. She is my entire life. You know, like nothing in the world exists except for her. And so I can't even talk to her for a week. So like, I'm like. Again, I'm a 14 year old kid who thinks he's in love, you know. Who and so he's I'm in like, love. you just decre- like, discredited your entire relationship on the podcast. <laughs> like, I thought I was in love and everything. <laughs> um, 
Well, I haven't really told any of the stories about how that relationship went, but um, someday. And then um, people will understand why I say. She I has thought, a large social media presence. I wouldn't want to piss her off. I'm not worried about that. If I was if I was worried about pissing her off, there's a couple songs on Apple Music I wouldn't have released. <laughs> yeah, but... This is the podcast, and we're trying to grow it. So maybe when we have a big platform, too. <laughs> I got you. You know, like maybe when we can fight back, she's 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 got a she's got right a big now, following. Before Not the podcast, just on one she platform. couldn't come at me, but now she can come at something that I that I care about. Because this one affects me too. So she'll, I'm gonna recommend she'll hit me where it where it hurts right in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Jessica, if you're listening. <laughs> I always liked you sometimes. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> Most that's of the time. No, I did. I did. So I liked you, except for the one conflict that we had, which that turned into a conflict with you, too. So that that was fun. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I thought I was. You don't remember that? No. No, dude. I thought I was like bold. Like, I was like, I think you guys like got back together and right. I messaged her. And I was like, oh, I was like yeah. I'm going to be. This, you know, the supportive family member. <laughs> and I like told her off. And I was like, if you ever hurt him again, like, my whole family's coming after you. And then I was probably like, how dare you defend me? You literally, you were like, don't uh, ever wow. fucking message her again. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, Jesse, I was trying to help you out, dude. <laughs> I don't fucking need your help. And I was so like, right. what we're I'm learning like, today on this podcast is I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> like, like, wow, I'm no, disgusted. Listen, right. But I'm very sorry for that behavior. No, because I've been there too. But I... it's good that we told that story because that establishes how, like, like important it was for me to, like, all things 24-7, Jessica. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was, like, literally willing to drop his whole family. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would literally have done <laughs> I would have cut anybody if out he if he had, had the to. chance. If they'd gotten past a certain point, it might have been her at Magic Kingdom that day. We don't know that. <laughs> I can't imagine it would have ended any better. So, <laughs> um, probably would have been worse. Probably significantly worse. And it would have been a lot bigger on social media. I can promise you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might have made actual like local news. <laughs> I was gonna say current events that are happening as we speak lead me to know that if <laughs> yeah. that had happened. For if sure. you guys broke up, she, it would have been 100% plastered yeah. all over social media. Oh, so for sure. It worked out that it happened with who it did because it was a lot quieter. Yeah, it was, it was not as messy. No. But it was still messy. Just only yeah, for, I was going to say, it wasn't Only silent. for my contained me, not for silent, everybody. But it was only one-sided, you know. Right. It, was, it wasn't like, it wasn't harsh. Like, I just, I feel like the things I'm reading the last few days are very harsh and I could just see it going not great. <laughs> Had that been that situation with you? What, wait, wait, what are we talking about now? Oh, she, I, this is she's a, not going to listen to this, right? I would imagine not, <laughs> but we could be talking no about hate. anybody. No hate. <laughs> she's going through what sounds like from what I read, like a, a breakup, mm-hmm. like a pretty significant one. Right. Like looking up a storage unit, trying to get out of her house. Oh, my God. Like was living with the this guy. This is assuming... shocking information to me. Are you serious? No, I don't know about it. I just. I, oh, OK. I was I like, wait, I could have like, told you. Why am I talking about it? 
like I could have predicted. The struggle it. of this podcast is literally like half of it is just like me gossiping, but then the other half is me realizing that what I'm saying is going on the internet. <laughs> and that I'm giving access to this conversation to everybody. And it's not like I'm talking shit. Like I said, no hate. I feel for her. You know, she has a kid. I mean, I feel and... like if you're going to air it out on social media, like, don't get upset when a podcast picks up the that's, story. That's like... true. And that's the other side of it. And, you know, I think that it's just you post the things. It's not like I overheard a conversation that she was having. Right, right. Yeah. Like, it's not like you were walking by in the park and you were right. like eavesdropping on a conversation you happened upon. <laughs> like, this is exactly. anybody who knows this person. We'll that wanted this. to like, go out and find this Facebook information themselves or otherwise may see this information, which, you know, like I said, absolutely no hate to her. I feel for her. She has a kid. She's trying to find a new job from what I read in the same post. Like, you know, it's all over my newsfeed. Right. But um, yeah, she's in the middle of like a breakup. She's trying to get out of her place. She's trying to find a new roommate. She's trying to like there. I feel bad for her. I'm not going to lie. I feel kind of bad <laughs> um, for that, for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are some things that I would say. I don't feel bad about, and then there are some things that I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't really wish that on anybody. So, right. um, Jessica, if you're listening, um, truly, truly hope that everything gets better for you. And if you ever want to be a guest on the podcast, I think it would be really fun. <laughs> and I think it'd be really interesting. So, w- you know what? It probably would be. I'd do it. <laughs> so, you know what, Jessica, if you're listening, um, <laughs> I, you have a lot of friends <laughs> And I feel like that would really get it us a lot of It would be even more awkward because in order to have her on the podcast, she'd have to come to me to do the in-person. Exactly. And I'm, I'm willing to take to that you. chance. I'm willing guests, to take that. Yeah. Because, yeah, that would I'm be, that would be that. the most uh, awkward part of it. It would. It's not like it'd be me videoed into the TU. It would be me like, hey, so uh, you've got your mic there. This is my mic. and But we'll talk to each other like we're talking. You know? like, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I'm willing to let you go through that because... <laughs> For the greater good of the podcast, I think I'm it that, would be I'm quite very dedicated to the podcast. So yeah, so Jessica, I, I, if you're listening, I'm pretty sure I've been on the record as saying I, there's nothing I won't do on the you podcast. You are welcome. So, you know, <laughs> you are welcome to come on here and plead your case. Fill in the blanks. I mean, I didn't read all of the posts. I just I keep seeing them and I see a little tidbits of them. So um, I am more than happy to like hear the rest of the story. I love a good amount of drama to talk about, but. I don't know why, but for a minute when you were telling, you were saying, come on the podcast and plead your case, I thought you were talking about, like, our history. Oh, <laughs> And I was like, oh, oh yeah, wait, plead, plead your case let's, for what? Because I feel like it's pretty cut and dry. Into what went wrong and why things went the way they did oh in your God. relationship with Jesse. <laughs> Jessica, can you hear me? <laughs> Um, call Jesse. His number is. <laughs> let, <laughs> let say, no, no, I don't. I don't want phone calls from strangers. <laughs> it's okay. You can message me on Facebook, and I'll make the arrangements. Um, and I'll get you in touch with Jesse. I'll send you his updated phone number. I don't know if you have it. No, she um, does not actually. <laughs> so I'll send you his new phone number. Um, you may know the address already. I don't know if you've ever been there. Actually, I think you have. Um, um yeah, she'd been here, but not not in a fucking really long yeah, time. Yeah, years ago. Um, and then we'll, um, we'll just all chat and we'll just go over everything. You know, I think, I think it would be great. Um, you know, potential friendship, uh, for the two of you, um, maybe a rekindling, who knows you've grown. What are you you trying to do? I'm trying to get access to her fan base. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> and honestly, I just, I really think it would be interesting. I mean, you guys, I feel like you guys have been apart long enough to where you can just kind of have an honest conversation. Just like one day, maybe we'll have Aaron on here. Who knows? You know, I'll just be like, Aaron, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is taking a strange turn. <laughs> I'm fine with that because, you know, I like to think that I have, I'm good at giving advice and I'm good at being like, um, objective in a situation and not being super opinionated or biased towards a certain party. So like, you know, if, um, you know, if there's confusion on who's at fault, I can be completely <laughs> unbiased. I think I'm, I think a it's Dr. pretty Phil clear situation. who's at fault. I'm not saying I was like perfect, especially not in high school, you know, like, <laughs> Um, because I was largely difficult in high school, <laughs> but, uh, you don't have Not to agree, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, no, listen, listen, listen. I'm just saying, I think it'd be a really cool segment if we just called a bunch of your exes and a lot of them are my friends and we just piled <laughs> them up into a room and we just kind of went around and we were like, Hey, let's talk about what's going on. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a good time. All right, top three. We'll do your top three. Oh, okay. Top three most dramatic. Most dramatic so, breakups? Yep. yep. So that would be probably Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> we'll probably have to give it a year or two for that one. <laughs> Maybe longer, I would say, yeah. Well, if anything, I'll just tell her to come here. I mean, she <laughs> yeah. has family here, so. Right. I'll just be like, you come here, and it's okay. Like, you know, you'll sit with me, and we'll talk. <laughs> and it just... We're gonna go. We're just gonna use our microphones and have a conversation. And if a Skype call happens to come in, like let's just roll with it. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter who's on the other end of it. We'll just talk to them because yeah. sometimes that happens, and that's we'll what you do. We'll just see where it goes. I Floridian mean, like, hospitality. You don't reject Skype calls. Exactly. And then you'll have Jessica, and then we'll have one. All four. Guest. All four of us are gonna do an episode. Yep, so it'll that be you and Jessica on that side. That should be a lot of fun Aaron for me. and Aaron on this side. Wait, wait. But then we're going to have another one. I haven't decided who yet because there's a couple. And we're going to have them phone in. Oh, there's going to be a third. Oh, because you said yeah. the top three. Who are your top suggestions? Three. Um, For most dramatic, like, situation mm -hmm. situationship, I would uh -huh. say probably Catherine. Oh, okay. Would be my, no, that's would fair. Be. <laughs> She's, I think that's the most... Yeah, no, it's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think and I was like, but that one, her, that was more dramatic on like her end. Yeah. And my, end, um, because you lied and I feel I, like shit and I need to apologize <laughs> to her publicly. Uh, I'm not going to, we're not, I'm not going into that on here, but I have apologized about that. I need to apologize. Jesse. <laughs> I do. Cause I genuinely was like, why is she making this stuff up? And I was concerned. <laughs> And I was worried. And then you were like, yeah, I lied. And I was like, I'm a terrible friend. <laughs> but anyway. Not not painting myself in a good light on this episode. <laughs> First one back in three weeks and the wheels are coming off. Like, I know. But it's like one of those things, like you talk about it. And like, honestly, um, you can't have my ex on here because that will just be traumatic for me. But uh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, and uh, you know the laundry list of things that Jessica did to me, and that won't be traumatic for me. She didn't try to, like, kill you. N okay, well, no, but <laughs> that's a, uh, I, I, I don't know what I'm, what I'm supposed to do with that. <laughs> I don't know how, I, how I'm supposed to come back from that. <laughs> but... I just think it's, you know, it's different. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it is definitely different. 
it's different. I had to like, I had to move and like change my name. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I did change my number. Um, yeah. Pretty serious. But um, no, um, I think we should, we should do that. I think that'd be really fun. Maybe a Valentine's Day special. All of the ex-girlfriends on the podcast. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm just gonna like take a start. I'm just gonna like post on Facebook. If anyone I, who's ever I like how you're Disney. you're basically saying like, well, I know you'll be free on Valentine's Day, so we'll do a podcast that day. You know, I wasn't saying that and I didn't even connect those dots, <laughs> but you wanna know who I think would have connected you're those sure dots? You're sure it's fucking not gonna have anything going on that day, so why don't we, we just have do a Brianna podcast? Too. Okay, so it listen, hear me out. You're the three X's, or we'll just do two. Jessica and Aaron. The two okay. big ones. And then me and Brianna. Okay. Why and Brianna? We'll be like She's the not mediators. an ex. No, I know. But I need someone on my side. Oh, okay. Who knows some- me well. Yeah. Like someone right. who can like weigh knows, in. Like We'll know all the same stories. So think about it. Right. I was present for a lot of your relationship with Jessica because we lived together. Right. Right. And Brianna and you worked together during your, a lot of your relationship with Aaron. So That's she a saw point. a different side that I never saw because I only saw really Aaron's side because me and Aaron were besties. Right. Um, hey, Aaron. But um, <laughs> I don't think she listens to this podcast. I'm gonna send it to her. No cap. Um, <laughs> really, you got a, shout out. We had a bond, okay, and I I truly think I could just like hit her up and she'd be like right back <laughs> in my phone all the time. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I mean, I think that'd be great. I I don't think so. I think it would be. Uh, well, if you're ever feeling like up to a challenge, I think that that's like if we're ever desperate for an idea, we'll put it in the vault. Okay. If we can't think of anything else to talk about, we're calling Jessica, we're calling Aaron, and we're pulling them on the podcast. <laughs> I can't even get like a like a maybe like a one with one of them on first fine, to try to. Fine. You pick one. Which one? I. <laughs> Which one would you rather? I don't know. I'll make that decision if your the day relationship. Comes. On the podcast, I will. Uh, I'll I'll make that decision when the day when the uh the day of doom arrives. The day of doom. <laughs> well, you better keep coming up with ideas. I have a few, so we're good for a while. Yeah, I'm gonna start like I'm gonna start furiously <laughs> writing content ideas. I'm gonna next time you see me when I come down today. there. In when I come down there at Christmas, I'm gonna be I'm gonna have like a fucking like binder full of like all right so i've got the next 25 years of podcasting planned out not episode by episode (laughs) oh no that's what it would be it'd be every day actually i had a dream that i had aaron on the podcast did you really i did i had a dream that she came over and i was like (laughs) let's do the fucking podcast and then like (laughs) logged in and you were already on it for some reason and we just like (laughs) popped in it was really weird that is weird and you guys were just talking. It was just a normal podcast. That's I. <laughs> that's why it was such a weird dream, and that's why I never really like brought it up because I was like, okay, not really how I think it would actually go. Right. It's too normal. Yeah, I was like, they're just dreams they're are just never chatting. that normal. I was like, they're just like having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird, but yeah. Um. Anyway, so you were in Mexico. Yeah, New Mexico, the state of New Mexico, not out of the country. Oh. Oh, my God. I told my mom you went to Mexico. No. <laughs> she was on the phone with Heather, and she was like, 
um she's like my brother's coming and she's like and um he's flying and she's like he's never flown before i was like mom he's been to mexico obviously he's <laughs> flown before it's just been a long time and i got like mad at her <laughs> uh, no, and she's New like mexico. oh right i forgot yeah she's been he's he's been to mexico and i was like oh yeah yeah he went to mexico i no. was like for like a church thing and like that didn't work out <laughs> when no, was the last was time you went to church in mexico new mexico no i finished out that year and then I think uh, the next year, like when it was uh, youth group was starting up in September, I didn't want to do it anymore. So I told my dad, I was like, hey, um, I don't want to do the church stuff anymore. Like, I'm not going to go to church in the morning on Sunday and I'm not going to go to youth group on Sunday night. And he's like, well, I think you got to go to one of them. And I was like, I think if I have to go to one of them, I'm going to stop coming over on the weekends. And he was like, it sounds like you don't have to go to either one. And I was like, I'm glad we see eye to eye on this. <laughs> He's like, hey, I would really like it if you would compromise and just do, like, one or the other. And you're like, or I'll just never like, come back. I was like, or I can just start staying in Secret Monaco for the week. Secret option C. <laughs> and I, had, I'm, I like, wargamed that out, like, like weeks in advance. Because I knew it was coming up. And I was like, when it comes up, I'm going to tell them I'm not doing either one. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I got this ace. I, I could pull this card. I can pull I it one time. I wonder if that's when he started extending the option to me because we used to come stay at your dad's house for every week or like a week um, every right. summer. And I remember when he was like, if you don't want to go to church, um, you don't have to do it. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, wait, I have a choice. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, what? Oh, my God. Like, okay. I was like, okay. And I think it was like one year that Jordan didn't get the choice. And I felt so cool. And I was like, I'm not going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm I'm special now. I've graduated church. Like I don't know <laughs> I'm just picturing like Jordan walking out the door and then looking back and like, Megan, what are you doing? Why aren't you? And I'm like, I'm, I'm not going gonna go. To and bed, she's like, bitch. What? <laughs> yeah, and I think the next year she was extended the same option. Right. Um, and then I remember I wanted to go to vacation Bible school though because I wanted to be a shepherd. Yeah, I remember that. I and was I, a shepherd like once I never or twice. got to be. Yeah, I think I, I only think did I it once or point. twice. Because I think it was, what, eighth grade was the year you could start doing it? Mm-hmm. And so I think I did it in eighth grade or ninth grade. I probably did it. And then after that, I stopped going to church. Um, yeah, to be honest, I just I wanted to be able to, like, feel like I was in charge. Like, right. I didn't have to do any of the activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I wanted out of it. You wanted to boss the kids around. <laughs> I wanted to be able to be the people that I envied who just had to sit there and they got all the snacks and they got to prepare the snacks. Right. And I wanted to be able to prepare the snacks and I wanted to be able to get the good snacks. And yeah. <laughs> um, well, anyway. Anyway, you were in New Mexico. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like this is, great. This is this the is first like the story, story we that's talked gonna, about. It's the story that's just going to weave in and out throughout the whole episode. And the or episode throughout to, next podcast. I feel like we're going to be on the next time. And be like, so you were in Mexico. And you're yeah, like, no, I was amount- in New Mexico. And you're <laughs> like, what's up with like New Mexico? Why is it new? And why is it Mexico? Like they couldn't think of any other name. Like, why did we have to take that? <laughs> and then 40 so, like, minutes later, question. like, so anyway, you were in. <laughs> but I, that is a legitimate question. Um, yeah. Why it, is it well, New Mexico? Uh, why is it New York or New why Haven? Is it, yeah, but but that's not that's different or because New there's England. no York. There's no yeah, there Haven. Is. Yeah, there oh. is. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> They're all from England. <laughs> okay. Well, New Haven's a city, so that's different. We have a whole state. New York is a state. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you fucking dumbass. But is Mexico's <laughs> the country, right? Yeah. So then why New Mexico? What is so new about it? It was not 
It's is that America where the wall now. is? Uh, Mexico was there before America was. That's why. So it's like we got this piece of land. So that's we're gonna old call this Mexico. New Mexico. It's like it's like we took some land and then we were like we're gonna make this better than your shit. This is gonna right. be New Mexico. And to... then we didn't even do it because it's not that nice. <laughs> it's not. No, I mean it's not bad. That's but where it's they. Just that's desert. where they were in yeah, High School Musical. I don't know if you knew that. It is. Yeah, I I did know that because then when Jessica would make me watch High School Musical on like a loop for like 19 hours straight. Uh, I'd be like, I've been there. Yeah, that's some shit I would do, honestly. Um, just speaking of say, uh, just a sidetrack. <laughs> um, a couple of weeks ago, I went to. Uh, <laughs> we'll come back to the plane story. It's not even that good, but now I do have to finish telling it. Wait, is this the? Go ahead. A couple of weeks ago, I was in Boston with my friends. Boston. Uh, and uh, did I say it like that? No. Okay, because I've been called out before by Brittany. Brittany so used I have to a make question. fun of me. So you went to Boston, and uh-huh. you are now saying Boston, according to Brittany, which oh, no, no. could be the third one. I, I don't think it was that serious, though. We never, we weren't ever together Ooh. for that long. No, not like, I don't mean like a burn. <laughs> I just mean, we were never together for more than like a month. No, I know, I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I liked her, too, until she unfriended me on Facebook. <laughs> for no apparent reason. I take that shit personal. Like, when I see my friend my friend number go down i will research i have like a list of people that i check and i'm like these are the people that i think are most likely to unfriend me (laughs) but then i see some name come up on my people you may know and i'm like no fucking way i never would have expected that from them and that's what happened with her Mm -hmm. that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes but she used to make fun of me when we were like when we were in high school for how i say boston she'd be like boston Boston. from boston (laughs) And she said I say it with Walmart, too, that I'm saying Walmart. I don't think I am. I think I'm saying them both normal. But anyway, um, it was Matt, uh, my friend Matt's 30th birthday uh, on the 17th. And so the weekend after that, his birthday was Thursday. So Friday, we basically told him um, we're going to just – we are in charge of your schedule from the 18th to the 20th. We wouldn't tell him anything about what we were doing. And he's like, right. all right. So what we ended up doing is he he's a big Harry Potter fan. So and I have always been very vocal about hating Harry Potter. I haven't even watched it or read it. I tried to read it when I was a kid and I didn't care about it. I was never into like magic and wizards and stuff. So I always thought it was stupid. So uh naturally I always hated the movies too because it's just I hate I just I just hate the whole franchise. You're hateful, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so anyway, um and I always like make jokes about you know like anti Harry Potter jokes to people to be funny, especially Matt. But uh, so for his birthday, we on Friday night we ended up surprising. We were supposed to go to this hockey game, um, that Cassie got us free tickets to, and but um, we uh instead ended up surprising him and taking him to like a, a his sister's house where they're having like a bunch of his family there for a surprise birthday party. But then after that, we went back to um, to Jordan and Cassie's place, and like the whole bi- the whole like big deal was that I've always said I would never watch the Harry Potter movies, and you also know me pretty well. Matt knows me pretty well. When I say like something like that, when I like pick a hill to die on, I'm gonna die on it, and I'm gonna die on like every hill. This like I don't true. I don't back down off of something when I say something like that. Can confirm. <laughs> so. For Matt's birthday, I came down off of one of those hills. I said – I always said that I would never watch Harry Potter. We sat down. We watched the first movie. But um, when we were uh, – we'd um, 
been like drinking and stuff by the time the uh, the movie would start had uh, started. So we're kind of like fucked up and we're watching it. And uh, have you seen the first Harry Potter movie? Not since I was like a kid. So I wouldn't be able to tell you anything about it, but I have seen it. Yeah. Well, so, do you know like when they go to Hogwarts the first time they go through like the Nine wall or whatever? Three quarters, yeah. yeah, they go there and you've been to Universal. You know how you can go literally there. Yes. Well, we're watching it, but we're fucked up. So I don't think I realized that. Um, I don't think I was differentiating the movie and reality, but I saw Hogwarts. I was like, I've been there. And Matt was like no you haven't i was like no i've been there i'm telling you i've been right there that's gringotts i've been there and he's like this is going on for like a few minutes now where he's like no you haven't been there i'm like no dude i've been there i'm telling you i was like i've got pictures i'll pull them up i'll show you it's somewhere on my facebook i'm gonna find it and he's like you have not been there and i was like i'm telling you right now i've been there and he goes and then he starts getting like actually mad and he's like jesse he's like i'm pretty sure that is a fucking magical place which means you have to be a fucking magical person to have going there to to go there you have to be magical to go there and i without missing a beat i go well then call me motherfucking david blaine because i've been there <laughs> but um and then he he was he cracked up and uh uh yeah anyway so that was just a tangent from me saying I'd been there with uh, <laughs> I don't even remember what else I was what the other thing I was talking about Albuquerque, was. Albuquerque, Wildcats, My School Musical, Church, Going to Hell if You Don't Build. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. High School Musical saying uh, yes. when I was tell her, tell her, like, oh, yeah, I've been there. But so anyway, so um, I'm in New Mexico and uh, doing the free I, labor with no phone, no communication yeah. to the outside world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fearing your afterlife. Got it. Yeah. And it's hot. You know, it's the literal desert. But um, the thing that's really driving new me crazy. Desert? What's that? The new desert? New desert. Yeah, not the old one. It's the new shit. Okay. Um, so anyway, we, uh, we're working the whole week. But the thing that's really eating me up is, like, I cannot stand that I can't talk to Jessica. <laughs> On, like, Tuesday night while we were there, or it might have been Thursday night, they started, they handed out, like, letters that our families had, like, sent in with us or whatever, so I had, like, one from her. I was carrying around a picture of, like, her MySpace profile picture in my wallet. <laughs> what? Yeah, and I would just sit there and look at it. Like, we'd be, we'd have, like, downtime in the evening or whatever, like, after, before and after dinner or whatever, and I'd just be sitting on my cot looking at the picture of her. Cot? Yeah. Your we had, cot? I had a cot set up. We, all the, the boys were all in the gymnasium of the middle school, and, uh, and we had just cots set up in the gym. Jesus Christ. I slept on a cot with a neck pillow this for sounds like a crime. six days. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, chi- that's yeah. No, it's weird. Labor. You think about it now, and it's weird. I'm because sleeping in a gymnasium with about 150 other kids I've never met in my life from all over the country. <laughs> and you can't even have your fucking phone. I'm sorry. The fact I, I have to rant about this now. The fact, <laughs> and I, it's been bugging me since you said it. They gave it to you on a Wednesday. You remember getting your phone on a Wednesday? Yeah, yeah. Not even we like at like the end day. of every day or at the beginning of every day. You got it one day. Yeah. And the best part about that is, is when they gave it to us, like we were free to go about and do whatever we want with our group that we came to New Mexico with. So my group, we were going just like on a like explorational drive, like off road almost. And they give us back our phones. And for one, my phone is at like 5% battery, which on a 2007 Motorola flip phone, not the Razor, unfortunately, this was, I think before my Razor days, but, um, the, uh, 
it was a little Motorola flip Motorola flip phone and a phone like that in 2007 being at 5% battery, it's on its last legs. Like oh it's, yeah. It's, you're not sending a whole lot more text messages or making any phone calls with that. Like if you got like minutes. <laughs> so even. my phone's already almost dead and we're in the middle of East bumfuck nowhere, New Mexico. Nobody has any cell reception. So we got our phones back, but we couldn't even use them because we're in the middle of nowhere in the desert driving up some, like, off-roading trail in a minivan. So, didn't even get to talk to her then. And then, uh, you know, I get the letter from her on Thursday, which is, like, you know, like, it lifts my spirits, but just makes me miss her that much more. Because, again, I'm 14, and I think I'm in love. (laughs) So, so like, this is, like, the, the hardest week of my life. Which, by the way, just so we're clear, while I'm going through this in New Mexico, like, every waking moment of the day, wishing I could just, like, just say hello to her, right? I feel like that's, I don't want to toot my own horn, especially as a 14 year old, but I think that's pretty romantic, you know? Like, that's like, wow, you missed her that much. I'm like, yeah, she really meant a lot to me, you know? Right? Right? Pretty good, Um, right? You want to know what she was doing while while this was going on? I think I know, but go ahead. Yeah, hooking up with her friend. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, like, she just probably saw it as, like, a vacation. Yeah, she was like, this is a... This is my free week. She's like... Have you seen that TikTok sound where it's like, now look at this opportunity that's right in front of me? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. Um, yeah, I think that while you got your free day on Wednesday, she was having her free week with yeah everyone else. Yeah. So if that doesn't paint a picture of what went wrong there, or at least part <laughs> of what went Yeah, just to, uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway... Friday comes, it's our last day at the thing, I'm like, I can't wait to go home. Like, by this point, too, like, even everybody else who's not a, you know, like, love-crazed 14-year-old, everybody's pretty ready to go home. Like, To we're be all... honest with you, I would have been ready to go home the second I got on yeah, the plane. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it was sounds a like long torture. week. It was a long, it was fun. I did have a great time. It's it's a, it's one of my favorite memories. I had a really fun time. Um, but you were taken advantage of. I mean, yes, and I but it was still fun. <laughs> yeah, we were exploited, but it was fun. It's fun. <laughs> you were used. Yeah. Um, to build it. and thrown away. Yep. <laughs> they didn't really love oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, Friday night, we leave. Uh, actually, it might have been Saturday night. Saturday night, we leave. We come back. This is right around the 4th of July now. Um, but so we, uh, we go back to Albuquerque on like a Saturday night. And uh, then we got our phones back and I was able to plug my phone in, but it was really late at night. So um, and we were I was like Albuquerque is like, I think, two hours behind uh, time. So like for me, it was like 11 o'clock at night for her. It was like one in the morning. So I knew she wasn't awake, but I was able to at least send her like a text message. Be like, hey, I have my phone again. We're in Albuquerque, whatever. We go to bed that night. We get up in the morning. Our whole youth group at the hotel and we go to the airport and my friend Devin the one who helped me build the saw trap uh, that we talked about a few episodes ago. Um, my friend Devin wanted to buy, he didn't have like a souvenir from the trip. And like, we're all tired. We've all been away from our homes and our families and our friends for a week now. This we is just, the story I was hoping you were telling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, everybody just wants to go the fuck home. We're all done with this. Like we're pretty, we were pretty over it for like a few days before that. We're like, really over it now everybody's like there's no energy we all get up in the morning we're in the airport nobody's even really talking 
And Devin is like, I'm going to go into that gift shop over there. He's like, I'm going to buy a souvenir. And we're like, all right. And so he goes and he comes back. And he's got this long tube. And we're like, what the fuck is that? And, like, so New Mexico, it has, a like, a, lot, a really high uh, population of Native Americans. That's actually where we were working was on the Navajo uh, Indian Reservation um, in, in Dolce. The guy I was uh, building the deck for was a, a, a Navajo Native American. And uh, <clears throat> so he went in the gift shop and he bought a Native American rain stick, which if you don't know what rain stick is, you're supposed to like in their like tradi- like traditions or whatever that you do like a, a dance and shake the rain stick to make it rain. If there was but like not a, like make it rain, not like, like make it rain on the rain. hose in the club, like actual water for sustenance <laughs> and survival. Um, and it's like a superstitious thing, you know, like you shake the rain stick and it's supposed to make it rain. Yes. So I say to Devin when he, cause he's shaking the, he's shaking this thing. Like somebody told him it couldn't be shaken. Like he, he, it's like he, he wanted to prove that it could, it's like he was doing a scientific experiment on whether mm-hmm. or not he could shake the fuck out of this thing. And the results were resounding. Yes, he could. And I, so it I say indeed like, indeed shake. It sounds like he's a baby playing with a rattler. Like, I thought there might be a rattlesnake nearby. And he's just shaking the fuck out of it. And I say to him, I say, if we run into any weather problems for this flight now that make it delayed for, like, delay us getting home, I think we're all going to fucking kill you. (laughs) And he's like, it's just a toy. It's not, he's like, it's not going to do anything. So we get on the plane and we fly to Dallas for our layover. We land in Dallas in the heaviest rain I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) We land and we already had, we had like a long layover to begin with, like an hour and a half, two hours. And so we went to McDonald's and I got the worst Big Mac I've ever had in my life. I still remember it. What was bad about it? It just sucked. Like, it's not even like it was like, it's not like, it was, oh, it was cold or, oh, it was like, like they forgot the fucking patty. <laughs> like it, it was made the right way. It just, it sucked. I don't know what, wh- I don't know how else to put it. It just didn't taste good. Okay. It was very disappointing because I'd also just been I'd been up since like six, five, six in the morning driving to the airport. I haven't eaten yet. Now it's like, you know, one in the afternoon. I'm starving. Everybody's hungry. I have to wait in this long ass line because it's an entire church of teenagers that haven't eaten all day at McDonald's. So it's not moving fast. I'm stressing (laughs) out that I'm not going to get to get anything because our plane's going to be fucking taking off. And I'm going to have to I'm going to be at the counter trying to order my food and we're going to have to leave to go board. And I'm not going to get to eat because then it's a three hour flight from Dallas. So I sit down with this Big Mac and I've got like really high hopes for it. And it was just so under, it was just, it was like, it's still a Big Mac. So it it tasted like a Big Mac, I guess, but it was just, I had toted it so highly. It was so important to me that it be the best Big Mac I ever had. And then it wasn't. And it was just, it was just, it was just disappointing. So it wasn't good enough for you. No, it wasn't. So, so it tried its best. It did. And it wasn't good enough for you. It wasn't. Nope. I don't know okay. if it tried its best. I don't think the worker that made it tried their best. So, but, okay. you know, that's that's how it goes sometimes. But so we go to get uh, boarded on our plane now. And so we're at the terminal and they make an announcement that our flight's going to be delayed by 45 minutes. And now, again, like that happens to people all the time. But keep in mind that we're a group of teenagers, all of which have people back home that we'd rather be with, who we haven't talked to because we haven't had our phones. And everybody, like, we're, like, 
I don't think like like young teenagers like that are really known for their uh, being able to control their emotions, you know. So did you want um, to start crying? Well, no, we didn't just start crying, but everybody's just like this is like such a big deal to everybody. Like it's such a massive inconvenience that it's did like. Did you feel like God failed you? Were you not I crying? Did. Hard I, this is well, I, you know, I stopped going after this. So. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All I'm saying is he kind of dropped the ball on that one. Could have just made it not rain for one day. How fucking hard was it? He didn't want me that um, bad. (laughs) Jesus, if you listen to this podcast by some weird, (laughs) weird chance, um, Jesse would have kept going to church had you you just not delayed his flight, given him a decent Big Mac. Yeah, and they had to make that song where they say I bless the rains down in Africa. They had to do that because Dallas got all of their rain. You lost me. The song, Africa. They say I bless me. the rain. <laughs> oh, so you're just being a dick because you hate that this song. This whole story is distasteful now. <laughs> Moving on. I'm just kidding. So anyway, Kinda. so they, they delay us like 45 minutes. And then they tell us, like, okay, we're going to start boarding people. Um, We'll start with, you know, wherever they start in the plane, first class or whatever, or disabled or something like that. I don't know. It's pre-boarding for people who have wheelchairs. Okay, well, I'm I haven't flown since this story, so that's why I don't know. <laughs> I just I was just trying to be a smartass, honestly. Okay, well, mission fucking succeeded. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so they're like, we're gonna start boarding people, and then we'll be able to taxi up to the runway and at least get ourselves in a position where we get a break in this rain. And then uh, about five ten minutes go by, and they make another announcement like, uh, well, it looks like storms are getting getting worse again, so we're uh, we're not even gonna be able to board. And, uh, that's, that's just it. So they just delay us again another, like, half hour. And again, we're all fucking losing our minds. Because, like, we just want to go home. I just want to go home. I've already, oh, wait, no, I didn't know this yet. I was, I'd already been clued in that my friends were waiting for me. But, uh, actually, I think I had been. Doesn't matter. Um. Either way, nobody wants to be in an airport like that. Right. So, anyway, it goes back and forth like that, like, four more times and then being like, we're going to try to board everybody, and then them being like, nope, we can't board anybody because the storm's getting bad again. And then finally, I turned to, like, the the first time they delayed it, like, this would be for you because you can see me, but our listeners can't, so I'll, I'll explain it afterwards, I guess. But, like, literally, the first time they said they're going to delay us by about 45 minutes, Devin's still holding his rain stick. <laughs> And we're all, he's standing next to me, and I it's swear to God. It's now his stress stick. I swear to God. Like, they're like, we're going to delay you. So this is like your, from your point of view, is your Devin, right? They're okay. like, we're going to have to delay this flight about 45 minutes because of the weather. And we all go. <laughs> and we just ever, literally just every single person on this trip turns and stares Devin in his face. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Because in that moment, every single one of us blamed him for this. But then the weird part was, again, I have never seen it rain like this. Maybe once ever again in my life when I was in Florida in 2019. Maybe then. But, like, this was... It was top two for most rain I've ever seen in my life. Wait, in and 2019? Like, yeah. Is that is that when you got engaged? Yes, it is. And I think you oh. knew that. <laughs> 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 I think you're aware of the dates. Where was that? Where was that? <laughs> that oh my god. Where, no, where was the rain? Where was the rain? In Florida? Yeah, but where like In, you're thinking about it, like were you at Disney? No, was, we were at... driving from we were attempting to drive from Kissimmee to Tampa or Clearwater. 
Tampa. Her grandparents lived there. We were going to we were going to go see them for the day. Oh, this is. And crazy. then we got that rain. It was so bad that we turned around halfway because her grandma was like, "Yeah, I wouldn't even bother. It's getting really bad here." Maybe. So they ended up coming to us at the later in the day oh. when it cleared up. I was like, maybe if she got to see her grandparents. She, <laughs> she did. They came to us afterwards. All right, all right, all right. But. So Devin's a so, fucking asshole who doesn't yeah. understand. So I say to Devin, this is the weird part about it. Like I said, it's torrential downpour. Mm-hmm. I turned to Devin. I was like, would you just shake the fucking thing again to make it stop? And so he does. And I shit you not, five minutes later, sitting on the plane. Like five minutes later, I'm in my seat and we're we're getting ready to taxi. Did he keep it? Yeah, he kept it. I don't know what he did. I don't. I don't think he still has it. You know, 15 years later, but Should maybe. Keep it? Yeah, he if he did and he didn't fucking use it this summer when I was in the drought, I, I'm gonna have some fucking choice words for him. But why don't you find out? I I might I'll be like, hey, phone him in right now. <laughs> do you still have that rain stick that you bought in an airport in Albuquerque? Remember that drought we all fucking suffered through? He probably doesn't me. even. He probably doesn't <laughs> even remember it. Because I'm in Florida, and it was rainy during that time. <laughs> we had uh, some interesting kids in that fucking, or, or in that youth group, too. One I of the, uh, one of the. I've seen some weird kids in church. Oh, yeah. One of, one of the biggest running jokes we had while we were there in our entire group was, like, very sexual, and it was about me. <laughs> Ew. And it what? was like the inside joke of the whole trip. But you were churchgoers. Yeah, no, I know. But we're also young teenagers. And I had a story to tell like the night before we left. <laughs> and I told that story and it became a punchline for the whole week. What's the story? Do you want do you actually want to hear this story? Because you have to hear know. some graphic some I can t- yeah. try to tone them down. But I, you have to hear some graphic details to hear the story. Why? Why can't? What's what's the punchline? I I can't even say. Is I it like Jesse's a whore or Jesse's no, going no. to hell for? No, it was just something that we marriage? all. It was something we all said throughout the week at um at the youth group in in uh Dolce. Okay. But in order for me to explain that, you'll have to hear as toned as watered down as i can get but like rated you know for adult content (laughs) um con you know content interesting so you just gotta weigh that against how much you want to hear the story i'm in a tough spot I say you're thinking so hard about this that I thought your camera froze. <laughs> I was like, is she still there? Did like? <laughs> I feel like this is like the life decisions of fucking. <laughs> I know, cause it's like it's weird. It's not like that bad. I just like I have. Well, to... you said graphic detail, dude. Not graphic details. I'm not gonna like read you Fifty Shades of Grey the fucking personal edition over here but um, oh my god can i tell a funny story about 50 shades of gray yeah when my mom she read those books when they like first came out um i read them too they're good books honestly but there are better books than in that no like oh you mean there are better books in that genre yeah so okay so like i read the series and i really liked it like i liked the story right genuinely and at books a million in waterford there's actually a section that's called yeah. 
what to read after Fifty Shades or oh, after really? Fifty Shades of Grey. I, I shit That's you funny. not. You could probably go in there to this day and see that section. Probably. So it just recommends a bunch of books that are like similar. Right. So I found a lot of better books that are like that, but that's besides the point. Do you remember the time we were there? And this is my favorite thing. Whenever I go into a bookstore with somebody who's never been in a bookstore with me before, uh, this is the first thing I do. I take them over to the romance romance section, which usually confuses them and probably concerns them a little bit. (laughs) When I'm like, ooh, ooh, okay, we got to go find the porn books real quick. I got to show you something. (laughs) So uh, you're – and the reason I I bring this up is because you're the one who showed it to me the first time. What was it? We were in Books a Million, and you were looking at those books, and I was overlooking uh, – specifically, I was looking at the Stephen King books. Yeah. Um, And back then, the romance novels were in, like, the back right corner of the store in, like, the last aisle, and the Stephen King yeah. sec- part of the fiction section was, like, two aisles up diagonally over to the left. Okay. And so I'm looking for a specific book there, and you're over just, I think, just looking for something something new. And you picked up a book, and you read the back of it. And I'm overlooking at my books, and all of a sudden, I hear you go, Tixie. Yeah. She's like, you're like, come over here. And I'm like, what? What? And you're like, you got to look at this. And I was like, I don't read these books. I <laughs> you're like, no, this. you have to look at this one. You have to read the back of it. And I was like, Megan, I'm not going to read this. <laughs> like, no, you need to. I'm not going to get this book, no matter what the back of it says. And you're like, you have to look at the back of it. Just read it. Just read the first couple of sentences. And I'm like, Megan, get your I'm not. I was like, so, like, because I didn't know what you, were, <laughs> what you had seen. Uh, so I, I thought you were just trying to intrigue me in this book. And I'm like, first of no. all, it's a little weird that you're trying to get me into this porn book. Like, I, that this is, so you are crossing a line that I don't appreciate <laughs> being crossed. <laughs> uh, but second of what? all, I'm like, I don't read this. Uh, and so finally you're like, just read the first two sentences. I promise you'll want to read the rest. I'm like, all right, fine. And I read it and it's literally like the first, like, first like line says, Lord of the Manor, Jesse Ward. And I was like. No, because that's my name. And the other weird thing about it is that he's called the Lord of the Manor, and that's the neighborhood I grew up in, the manor. It was so weird, and I was like... Never seen anything like it in my life. I don't even remember the name of that book because I put it down so fast. Uh, Beneath This Man. (laughs) I'll go find it immediately every time I go in. I've gone on dates before and gone into a bookstore, and then we're walking around. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to show you something. I got to go find it. Let's go. Let's go look at the romance novels. And they're like, uh, this is a first date. <laughs> you should <laughs> and I'm read like, the Trust book. Me. I don't. And if it paints you, no, listen to me. You should read the book. And if it paints you in like a. a in a really good light. A good light. Just tell like, people. Like my ex like, wrote this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Fabricate an entire relationship with the author. And then just see where it goes from there. But, it's a really good social experiment. The the best uh the best advertisement for myself that I could possibly give like listen all I'm saying is uh so good that my ex had to tell the entire world about it. Jesus Christ. What's up? <laughs> she even changed the name. That's how that's how crazy. <laughs> oh my god. Um but yeah, so my mom read 50 shades. Um she had the books. And she used to like read it in bed and then like my sister would always like watch TV in her room. Right. And my mom would just be like reading, you know. But I guess Lacey sometimes would like read over her shoulder or something. And she oh, no. my mom would be laughing. So then Lacey would kind of like look over and she kind of got a good idea of what she was laughing at, which, um, you know, fast forward. Lacey was at Aunt Crystal's house and Aunt Crystal was reading the book because it was recommended to her by my mom. Right. And she starts laughing and Lacey goes. You're reading the emails. 
Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> my aunt was like concerned. She's like, how do you know that? She's like, this is part my mom laughs at. <laughs> she's just like, oh, I, I know where you're at. Like, oh, you're right there. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was just so funny. Because um, those parts are, fun. I remember, I haven't read those books in a long, long time just because I think there's better stuff out there. But right. um, yeah, those were so funny. And it was the way that my aunt like reacted was just like, why is this teenager <laughs> reading this book? Yeah. Like, <laughs> definitely not a PG-13 book. No. But it was I haven't funny. read it, and I know, but I know. Honestly, not for kids. when I first read it, I liked it. Right. And I liked the story. But then I read other books that were considered similar, and I think there's a lot better stuff out there. Right. But the author is either in the process or just finished writing rewriting the books from mm-hmm. his perspective. Oh, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, which I read the first one, and I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Just I thought it was, like, so much more interesting from his perspective because, right. you know, he's, like, this freaking dick. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, you know, he's all, like, insecure when right. you're, like, reading his side, and it's kind of funny to see. But anyway, um, this isn't a book club. So <laughs> I'll only go into so much detail. Um, um great books so, though. If you're looking so, for book recommendations, I have like a thousand books on my Kindle. Oh, I've got a lot sometimes of recommendations. I like to give away my password to people who ask nicely. <laughs> um so d- you didn't make your decision. Do you want to hear the story? <sighs> or do you not want to hear the story? Um <laughs> uh... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. Because, like, I you told me that up. other story. You I told can... me that other story, and I regretted it. I don't know which other. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> you had the one you made me tell you when we were in Florida. Yeah, the fucking Muppets Christmas special. I didn't right. need to hear that shit. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Muppets Christmas special. <laughs> that just hit me. <laughs> I just, I can't. I can't. Like, I just. It's too oh, much. I think. <laughs> oh, that was fucking good. Yeah, I know it's not really related to the podcast because the joke comes from the podcast, but nobody we haven't I haven't told that story on the podcast, so it wouldn't make sense. But I would love a fucking T-shirt <laughs> like like Kermit the Frog wearing a Santa hat and it just says the Muppets Christmas special and then like the unqualified podcast cuz that would be a hilarious inside joke to wear around. My mom but. did ask me for gift ideas for you for Christmas since you're coming. Oh, yeah. oh but no, 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 no. Nobody buy me gifts just cuz I'm going to be there doesn't mean you have to get me gifts. Um actually it does. No it does not. <laughs> My mom also has the cricket and you just told me something you wanted and it's been recorded <laughs> and documented. So <laughs> it might be weird getting that from your sister, but <laughs> She doesn't yeah. know the story. She doesn't know the story. Now, so uh, now if I, that happens on Christmas, everybody might want to know the story. <laughs> yeah, I've already heard it. So yeah, there's only so much. I mean, I've already. Here's stuffed. what I can tell you: the uh, the story in question here is not as bad as that one. Okay. Then it's yeah. less detailed, but. Okay, you can tell it, but. Okay. If. So. It's traumatizing. I'm hanging up. All right. <laughs> And there will be no awkward outro. Cause we can <laughs> to just be click over. 
And then I'll have to do an after the fact recording. You're like, hey, everybody. So we had to cut this episode. Short. You're going to have to do a public apology. <laughs> no, it's really not that bad. It's just the beginning part where I have to explain where the punchline during the week came from. Okay. And there's also an innocent one, too, that got us some fame uh, at this thing. My group was like me and my little group of friends were the most famous people at this entire youth group with like hundreds of kids. Wow. So not long before I went on this trip, I'm a freshman, you know, going into my sophomore year. I have a girlfriend. We're starting to explore. She was a whore. I'm just no, okay. Hey, if anybody in that relationship, well, you know, we don't have to. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, uh. You know, we're ex- we're experimenting with the creative space of uh, our relationship, you know? And in a youth group? No, me and Jessica. Oh. <laughs> me and my fucking high school girlfriend. I was like, oh, shit, okay. So, yeah, no. So in my relationship. Um, right before going on this trip was the first time that there was any kind of like um, hands-on, apply directly to the forehead type of situation. Um, the other forehead. Um, <laughs> Ew. so, um, Ew! <laughs> we're almost through it. It's, uh, when I told the story about that to, um, the people at the youth group, I was explaining how, um, the ending surprised me, you know, like I didn't know it was about to be over and then it was over. I said, it was just like, hola. And for the entire week, me and a bunch of other church people were going around saying hola to people who would then say it back to us. But the hola was a euphemism for the uh, the, the conclusion of a sex act. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everybody was saying it. There were adults saying it. <laughs> were there kids saying it? Yeah, we were all You're kids. You're going to hell. <laughs> This was at a church function, too. Everybody Jeez. knew, everybody in my group, of, like my youth group that was saying hola knew what it meant. And I have, so at the end of that week, we, uh, on Friday, we had envelopes. Everybody at the thing had envelopes. And everybody went around and you would put little notes in the envelope for whoever it was, you know, like it would say, like the envelope would say Jesse Ward, West, uh, you know, like this church, uh, town and yeah. state. You know, and all that. And then it'd have, like, uh, some number. I don't remember what the number was for, but I could have sworn it had a number on it. And then we were all grouped up. You know, like, my envelope would be the other people in my youth group. And you would go around and deliver, uh, you know, like, we, my youth group, we all did notes for each other. And then also notes for the people that you worked with on your, um, your work crew. Right. I have notes still because I still have them to this day. Every now and then I go through them just to see what people said. Um, so I have like hundreds of notes from like my other youth group members and like the people that I worked with. So people that are, you know, strangers and I have ones where people have signed it, like, you know, had a great time working with you this week, whatever you're, you know, you were fun to be around, whatever, yada, yada, dash from this person. And then Ola with like all caps, (laughs) like I still have those to this day. But the other thing that we said that really got us fame was besides Ola was, uh, when we were driving in from Albuquerque the first time. Like when we got there, we passed this place called El Taco Tote, which is still there today. I've looked it up. And uh, my friend Devin just said – he said he just said something in a weird voice and he goes, ho, Taco Tote. And we were saying that like it was going out of style for the whole week. And that was the big thing that other people would say. We had like on Friday night, we had like a slideshow thing. 
and we had painted our van on our free day on Wednesday with like that, mm-hmm. like washable paint with like, you know, like what church we were from and stuff like that. And then we wrote in big letters, like all over the car, ho, ho, taco tote. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then when, when the thing came up on the slideshow, the entire gymnasium screamed, ho, ho, taco tote in the weird voice. Oh my God. The, an entire gymnasium of people who don't know each other. <laughs> All from the inside joke of me and my friend Devin. Well, that that is cool. I mean, you you were obviously an influencer at that point. You could have used it for good, but you used it for comedy. And that's fine. Um, some and instead, people... here we are starting a podcast from the ground up. Yeah. Podcasting I mean... was just getting started in 07. If we had been doing this then, we might be huge today. Potentially. Yeah. It would have been, oh, man, I wish we had done a podcast when we were in, like, like when I was I in high like... school. You were in, like, late middle school to high school. That was when I was at my miserablest. Yeah. Can you imagine being able to go back and listen to that, listen to the conversations from back then today? Yeah. I'd be like, don't talk to me. I'll murder you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, knowing who I was in high school, I'd probably be like, don't talk to me. I'll murder myself. <laughs> Ms. Paglino, can you please help me? <laughs> <laughs> I ran into her after high school one time. Um, me and Shorty rode our bikes from my house down here to Walmart. I don't know why. And then on the way back, we stopped at Dairy Queen because it was getting late, and but it was summertime and it was hot. And so we stopped for ice cream and she was in front of us in line. And she remembered us by name. And she yeah. remembered my dating history. <laughs> she was like, how did things end up going there? And I was like, she oh, yeah, no. We, yeah, she I was like, we broke up. She's like, 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 how did it end? Best. <laughs> She's like, I'm glad you're out of that relationship. I knew it. She's like, it was very unhealthy for you. I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Imagine, oh my god. This was a year after I graduated. Well, no, she. I mean, she remembered you when I was in middle school, and she she yeah. knew exactly who you were. Yeah, I had and a like, wildly good reputation with like guidance counselors and principals up until about ninth grade. But the entire time I was in middle school, great, great reputation. Yeah, mine was she can't pass math, but people seem to. You know, and people seem to bully her. <laughs> She's having a rough time. I had a rough time. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Good me now. Too. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Um. Do you know that when I was in sixth grade, this is how good of a person I used to be. Um. In if when you have I was to plead in, your no. case to how good of a person you are, usually it's the opposite. Yeah. I'm just, I used to be. I know the ship has sailed. Uh, oh. <laughs> um. Not sixth grade. It was eighth grade. Do you remember when this? Well, you might not remember because you were like nine when this happened. Uh, No, 11. This was 2006. So um, do you remember the tsunami that hit in uh, like the Philippines or Thailand? Yes, because it happened. It was the day after Christmas, 2006. Tsunamis are constant. 2005. Right. I would have been in fifth grade at that point. It was 2006. Um, I believe it was 2004. I don't know why I was thinking 2005. Hmm. Um, Tsunamis have always been a fear of mine. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter what year it was, but it was the the devastating tsunami that hit on December 26th. Um, I think so. I went around to – I went to my principal, and I went to him with this idea. I said, we should do some kind of collection to donate money to the victims. I'm in eighth grade. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kiss ass. Um, And I'm like, what we should do – is we should put a tin can in every classroom and students can put in change or dollar bills if they have any that they want to donate or they could bring in money from home to donate and then you will send that off to some charity that's going to go down there and help you know recovery and 
rebuilding or whatever. And then he's like, that's a great idea. And he, he loved it. He's like, I don't know where we're going to get all those tin cans. I was like, I got you fucking covered. I'll bring the tin cans in myself. And then I did. You know, it's funny. And I now today, like... you know, uh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> but probably because they probably because they didn't recognize you for it, because I don't think you ever got any kind of like. Yeah, I Wasn't mean, isn't there a school newspaper? Like, yeah, I, I, I think you, you're actually onto something here because this is like a big deal that an eighth grader came up with this whole idea. Well, that's the thing, and I'm not saying <laughs> that all acts of kindness need Should validation rewarded, and like, like reward. I just think it's a little bit of a newsworthy story that an eighth grader had this idea. Not even that, but they've done it for so many other students. Right. <laughs> not even students that have come up with the ideas, just the one who's taken the taken the lead on something that was going to happen anyway. Right, right. And just did a good job with it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess I got someone fucked. Who drew, someone who drew a fucking fire truck during <laughs> fire safety week gets a whole front page and you got nothing. Nothing. Yeah, you're right. Nothing. Hmm. Well, it's probably something to be said about that. <laughs> hopefully. I mean, maybe if someone hears this, they'll think you're a good person. Yeah, and, maybe. You know, you know. Like, <laughs> and then they'll praise me 18 years after the fact. Be like, hey, that was cool. But like, thanks, Susie. Jesse, good job. <laughs> Honestly, it was very nice of you to feel that way towards those victims. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good job. Thanks. I appreciate it. I, it makes me feel better about myself that I got some kind of uh, credit for it, even if it is. I'm gonna make you know, just uh, just about 18 years too late, but that's all right. <laughs> oh man. Um, Remember how we wanted to do this at like 10 o'clock this morning? Yeah. <laughs> and now it's almost 10 p.m. Oh, I was like, no, it's not. But is that well? It's it's 9:19. Mm, I wouldn't no, say it's, it's almost, almost 10. 10 p.m. But uh, tell them tell them why we did this podcast so late. <laughs> okay, so like <laughs> as discussed at the beginning, I have had a very crazy like month and a half, like constant visiting or being visited, and today was like and even after you guys left like last week like you just I went didn't to get to go back to work yeah and, i went back to work i've been I was right. working the whole time i mean i never got well yeah time but i mean like like off of days. the thanksgiving like break yeah so um work and i was going to disney like even on the weeknights like i've been trying to go because i'm trying to get like my money's worth for this pass which right. i can tell you i probably already have i've visited disney since renewing since mm -hmm. coming back home I've been there, I want to say, five times. Jesus Christ. So, And how I've much is the pass, annual pass? Literally 100 bucks a month. 90, $97 a month. Oh, that's not bad. Now, which do you is, pay, can you pay it all up front, or is it just a can, monthly charge? which is only 1300 Right. Which is, like, so much better than buying, that's, I mean, a five-day hopper is, like, $1,000. Right. Like, it's crazy expensive. So, it's such a good price. Especially now, for you, how often I go. Can you hop with the annual pass? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's way worth it if you live in it's, Florida. It's having – I have a 365-day park hopper pass. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, you can't <laughs> – you can't beat that. I can go every day. I, I'm i going tomorrow. I'm, I have reservations for Epcot. I'm going to ride Guardians of the Galaxy because I want to hear the holiday remix again, which I really wish you would just kind of, like, buck up and ride it because you would <laughs> love it. Maybe, uh, maybe when I'm there for Christmas. Okay, listen. Hear me out. Have, we'll, well not that you row. would. What's up? We'll ride in the front row because the front row is the slowest. I know that doesn't sound right, but it is. Right. Ask anyone who's been on a lot of roller coasters. The back row is always the most intense. Right. 
So if we ride in the front row, it's going to be the slowest. It won't be as bad. Yeah. There's no drops whatsoever. Right. There is, it's the smoothest ride I've ever been on. Yeah. I mean, like, just I guess I'll, like I'll probably suck it up and try it. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. He said it. He said it. All of our listeners are very excited to hear that I'm going to go on a roller coaster. I think Jordan's going to be pissed because she wanted to ride it. I told her about it, and she's, like, super excited to try it. So you're going to get to try it first. Unless she manages to get up here before Christmas, which is not even 20. It's 22 days away now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so anyway, and so basically um, the way it works, I feel like I need to explain. Um, this ride is brand new. It just opened this past, it opened this year. Um, it is probably, it's unlike any ride you've ever been on. And I can promise you that, um, there is a playlist of six songs that you can get, which none of which actually appeared in the guardians movies, by the way, they're just from that like time era. I'm I'm a little salty about that, but you're the only person that has expressed any ill will against that. Um, and I know a lot of people who should be songs from the movies. There's plenty to pick from. Yeah, I don't know where the playlist came from. I don't know if there's a backstory. I have no idea. But the the six songs are as follows. Conga, but I don't know who the fuck. Uh, one Way or Another, but I don't know who the fuck. Um, September, but I, I mean, don't know. One Way or Another is Blondie. I might be wrong. I think you're correct. September is it, Earth, Wind, and Fire, I think. Okay, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Don't know that one. Tears for Fears. I knew that uh, one. Um, I ran. They do the song Shout. I know that song. And even that, I only know, I know Shout because Disturbed did a cover of it. I ran. So far away. Yeah. Who's that? Duran Duran? I have no idea. I think I it's Duran so. Duran. I might be wrong, but I How think it's Duran How many songs is that? Oh, and then the last one. The one song that I've gotten the most out of any other song that pisses me the fuck off every time because I hate it is Disco Inferno. Yeah, that one's definitely not in the movie either. I hate that song in general. And when I get it on the ride, I just get pissed. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Um, like the picture really that they take of me on the launch is literally me going like, fuck. <laughs> like I'm just pissed. <laughs> um, the one song I have not gotten yet is September. And that is by far what I've heard the best. Everyone says it's amazing. Yeah. Um, everybody wants to rule the world is also really good. Cause it's like calming, but also so chaotic because like this experience is unlike any other thing I've ever done. Right. But anyway, I digress. So for the holiday, there is a holiday like mashup song that they're running through all of December and it's so amazing. <laughs> like now, is I, it always that song now for through the I holiday. It's or? just one song and it's a mashup. Like I, I honestly, I was like, but I mean like every, like every time you go on the ride from now until Christmas, you're going to hear that song. Yes. And then after Christmas, they'll go back to their rotating, the regular it. rotated. Yeah. So like, you know, what you're going to get when you right. do it. And it's just, it's like Christmassy and you hear jingle bells and they say Merry Christmas at one point and they say like, we're going to the North Pole and it's just, I live in Now, and so we're going there on Christmas, right? Christmas day, yeah. Yeah. Assuming I get my brother a ticket, which I want to. Right. So it would either be Christmas day or it could be the day after Christmas because I'll be off. Um, Either, it doesn't really matter. Uh, we can figure out that detail after. Right. So I figured we'll go to Epcot, we'll do that, and then we'll go to Hollywood Studios so you can finally see Star Wars Land because right. I have been itching to show you because I feel like you might pass out. That's um <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> I'm not even a Star Wars fan, okay? And Rise of the Resistance and just the whole Star Wars area gives me chills. Yeah. 
Like, it does look cool. I've seen a lot of pictures and stuff. Like you don't that. even it looks know. Awesome. All the signage, like the signage to show you like where the rides are, are written in whatever special language. Right. They use there. Like you, you can't read it. <laughs> it's right. just you figure it out. There's pictures. Like, that's yeah, I think you... I think most of the park that area, the park is like modeled after the planet of Tatooine. I think. You're probably right, but. Um, I'm super excited to show that to you. So I think that would be a cool podcast as well to kind yeah. of like you talk about your experience with that. Um, so we'll do Guardians of the Galaxy, and then like maybe I can get you on like Test Track, which <laughs> well, you're getting track... bold now. No, listen, listen, Test Track is like not bad at all. There's just one part where it goes like fast, but right. it's not like. It's not like a roller coaster where you're going like whoa, whoa, whoa. like you're you literally just like go like through the track and then you're done. Right. Um. It's well, it's who very knows? Maybe, mild. Maybe I'll go on it since I'm already flying on this trip, which I'm literally you know, like I just think I did that. Really I got it experience. when we were there the last time. I got a tattoo, so I'm yeah. doing all these new things. So I think Florida's just the place that's gonna really break you out of your shell. Yeah. Um. You know, and then maybe one day we'll do rock and roller coaster. Maybe, maybe. we can work up to that eventually. Um, you know, and maybe even I'll do Tower of Terror. I've never done Tower of Terror. Really? So I really, yeah, I'm afraid. I'm, that is the one ride that I'm afraid to do. That is one of the two rides at Disney I've never done because I'm afraid. There's a lot I haven't done because I'm afraid of them. So I'm willing to make a compromise. If Jesse rides Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and faces his fears and is willing to do it twice... I will ride Test Track, or not Test Track, Tower of Terror with you. Which I'm petrified. I don't know if I want to do Tower of Terror. But you have to do it to know that I did it. So I have to do two things that are going to freak me out. I have to do Guardians of the Galaxy, which I'm going to be afraid of. And I'm also going to have to do Tower of Terror, which I'll be afraid of. Well, it's all for being bold. But you're making it sound like in exchange for me going on Guardians of the Galaxy, you'll go on my favorite ride. Like, <laughs> all right, I'll go on. I'll go on Tower of Terror with Jordan. I want you to learn every word in every language to "It's a Small World" and go on the ride with me and give me a full, accurate sing along. Okay, I think that's fair. All right, I'll ride "It's a Small World" and yeah. I will sing along. And, and you've got to learn it in all of the languages and be able to do it on command on the ride. And I'm gonna I'll film try. it. I'll try. All right. If you can okay. do that. Well, you got to write Guardians first. All right. It's a Small World terrifies me whether I'm singing along or not. <laughs> like, when I tell you, I read this, um, I read this um, Reddit no sleep post about It's a Small World. Right. Um, it came across my TikTok that somebody was reading it off. And it was about this family that wrote it. And they went into, like, this vortex where they just never got off the ride. And it just showed them on the security camera looping through the same spot. And they were just coming up dead every time. What the fuck? Like one by one. And it scared the shit out of me. And then I yeah, wrote it. And I literally wanted to cry because I felt like it just wasn't ending. Yeah. Like I was on there and I was like, this ride is taking a really long time. And I was like, why isn't it over? Why isn't it over? I've read a few things on No Sleep that have like borderline ruined my life. There was yeah. one I read one year um, around Christmas time. I read it because I uh, uh, it was like I, I used to make my parents get up really early, like even as mm-hmm. an adult, just because I loved Christmas. So like yeah, I would want I, I liked I liked us to be opening gifts with each other with the Christmas lights on, but no light from the sun. I liked it to be dark outside so that the only lights were the Christmas lights. Yeah. So I'd make us all get up at like 530 in the morning. And so this particular Christmas, I think, was probably like Christmas 2013, maybe 14. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, you know, like I, I would tell my, my mom and dad that like we were getting up. At, we had to be up at 530. And right. so usually like they would get up and then and then I would get up. At, I'd have an alarm for 530. I go downstairs, too. And then we'd open presents together. This one particular Christmas, um, I had read something online. Uh, on the no sleep subreddit, there was like a thing. It was like a, or it might have been a writing prompt subreddit. But it the the whole thing was it was like write something like scary in like one short paragraph or whatever, something like that. Like it was a, like a short story, like couple sentences or something like that. And uh, the one that I read was like you're sleeping in in your room at night, right? And you hear your mom calling you from the kitchen. And in this scenario, picture like the house in in Montville that we all lived in, the one yeah. floor. You know, like where my bedroom was. So picture it's like uh, you're you're in your room, right? Mm-hmm. And let's just say, well, it wouldn't really make sense because you guys shared a room, but you heard your mom calling you from the living room, right? And say, yeah. well, you know, we'll just say it's from my perspective because this is throwing me off. <laughs> Not that it matters, but so I'm in my room, right? And it yeah, mm-hmm. it would be like I hear my mom calling me from the kitchen, mm-hmm. and her room is on my right. So I go, it's like you go walking out of the the bedroom. And you start to go into the kitchen and you hear your mom from her bedroom say, don't go out there. I heard it, too. Stop. I just got chills. Yeah, right. We can't do that anymore. <laughs> Maybe if we that do a shit's... 10 a.m. podcast. Sure, but no, That just fucking freaked me out. That shit scared the fuck out of me. And I read that like Christmas Eve. And so in the morning I get up and I hear them downstairs like getting ready. And I'm like, I'm not going down there until <laughs> until I know that they're canceled. up. You know, it's like, like we're done with Christmas. I don't want to open in the dark anymore. I want the sun to Back be up. Back when text messages cost money to send you text him and you're like, is that <laughs> yeah. really you? That's the best part is this wasn't like when I was a kid. This was like 2014. Oh, I'm 22. <laughs> like, Never mind. Uh. So I laid in bed for like way longer until finally like my dad came upstairs and knocked on my door to make to see if I was up. And I was like, yeah, I'm up. And he's like, oh, you come down. I'm like, yep, I'm coming. And then I walked down. I was like, I'm not going down there until somebody comes and gets me. Just needed a positive ID. Thanks. And then after we were (laughs) exactly after we were done with like presents and stuff like that, I told them I was like, I was actually up for a while. I was up before you guys. And I was like, I didn't get up. Because and I told them that story and now I bring it up every Christmas to my mom because <laughs> it freaked yeah. her out when I told her that and it freaks her out every year because I bring it up. I no, bring it up. Terrifying. It becomes so much of a tradition now that I think she's thinking of that story before she even gets up. So I think it freaks her out to get out of bed in the mo- on Christmas morning, too. Yeah, they're probably thankful that I'm going away this Christmas so they don't have to deal with remembering that story. Yeah, because why? No, that would freak me out. <laughs> um, the other thing that I read on uh, No Sleep was, that freaked me out was, do you remember Booth World Industries? Oh, yeah. I, I think about that every day yeah. since the day I've heard it. I don't know if any of our listeners out there remember that, but there was a story about this like place called Booth World Industries. Is it against and, the rules for us to, like, next podcast for you to, like, read that story? No, it's it's literally on the internet. That's what it's there for. Okay. So we could, I think we should, I honestly, I think we should do that. Next I episode, think we should do like story. an episode. I have another one I could read too. That yeah, it's one of I my favorites say, that I read. We should just do a couple of the Reddit no sleeps. And I think we should like, we should post just you read one and I read one. And then yeah. we talk about, we compare them and talk about like which one like freaked us out more. Yeah. And which one. And then the next episode we can ourselves. talk about how I didn't sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I think we should do that. Cause I yeah, think that'd, that'd be, be fun. really cool. Um, I have there's that one the Booth World Industries one, um, 
that one is is tough like we gotta we have to we'll have to like really do some digging because i've looked for it before since then and there's other no, booth world store no, no oh, well, oh i know i know so there's I know other booth world about, stories though. and the one in specific that we want to find is is the one that, that we found years ago okay so then um, we'll, we'll make that our task is to find yeah that so like you'll read one and then i'll read one you and then you we'll... should read that one and i have one that i'll read um okay i think it's just called the tulpa but I have it. It's literally bookmarked on my computer. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm still gonna research other ones. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, I like this idea. Yeah, and it'd be, I love. It'd be a fun segment. We can like a recurring thing we can do. Yeah. Not necessarily like it doesn't have to be every episode. I'm saying, but like you know. No, like, but I, I would. I every love few episodes or something. Or, yeah. So and I think that they're. I don't read them because they terrify me, and I like to feel comfortable in my own home. To, so. But now I have a podcast, so I have to do things that yeah. I don't want to do. We're also gonna do the Jello because I really want to try that. Oh yeah, we're gonna freeze. You understand Jell-O. it now? I I understand it. I don't understand why it makes a difference, but I guess it's I'll, it's yeah. like going viral right now. Everyone's doing it. I guess we'll have to try it. We'll find yeah, out. My for you page is full of it, so and I want to get that um that's that tripod so that I can record right our process, but. But yeah. Um, you know what I wanted to ask you before? Um uh I don't even remember what made me think of it, but like do you have like uh like w- like your favorite Christmas song? Mm. And I have a part two to this too. I guess I, I would say the else. classic, like one that I gravitate to at the beginning of the season and throughout the season is that Mariah Carey. Yeah. Um All, All I, I Want, want for, for Christmas. Christmas but I'm gonna I'm gonna say something controversial here. You hate it? No, I don't hate it. It's on my playlist. Michael Bublé's version is much better. I've never heard it. It's okay. After the podcast, I'm going to send it to you. You got to listen to it. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I uh I it's love better Christmas. than Beyonce, uh uh Mariah Beyonce. Carey's. I don't know where that was coming. Beyonce was coming. <laughs> yeah, it's better than hers. Okay. Um I'll sorry, not sorry. It. Well, I made a TikTok and it had Michael Bublé on it. You did? Yeah, it was um living with the land at Christmas and it was Oh, that's right. Of- yeah, that's right. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, no, it's just better. Okay, I'll listen now, to it and I'll give the final. So on the next episode, but you would I'll say that one. Too. So that one's you'd say is your favorite is yeah. Mar- Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Uh, now the the other part of it is, do you have any you really don't like? Like, do you have one you hate? Uh, that that um, the one where he sounds like he's like assaulting her and he's gonna kill her. What? That song where he's like, she's trying oh, to think... leave, and he's like, no. Oh, okay. So we can actually talk about this. You're talking about it, baby. It's cold outside. Yeah, I hate. You misunderstand song. that song. All right, listen. I know that it's... people say that it's like a misconception, but yeah, it's. She wants to go. No, she, she knows doesn't. it's cold. No, the whole song is about how she doesn't want to go, but she feels like she'll be judged by people that whose opinion she thinks she should care about. That she has to care about because society tells her to care about it. Or is she that thinks what that he's she's going to be judged by them. To make him sound like no, no, that's monster. what the whole song is about. It's about her fighting against like the social norms of like she shouldn't stay the night, but she really wants to. Ew! Why is that Christmas? I don't know. That's weird. That's not Christmassy. That's that's. Tindery. I don't think they ever actually say it's Christmas in the song. They think it's but cold it's like outside. It just got lumped in with Christmas stuff because it talks about cold weather. I think, but it doesn't actually Silent ever Night, mention I Christmas, I don't think. But the whole song is about her wanting to do what she wants to do without having to worry about how other people are going to think about it. It's actually a positive message. That's weird. I don't yeah. like it. Just blew your I fucking mind. I also hate mind. Silent Night. Uh, I hate Stevie Nicks' version of Silent Night. 
I've only heard it never ends. One. Yeah, I swear to God, it's a four hour long song. And the end of the song is the same like four chords over and over again with her going, well, it was a and then silent night and then <gasps> over and over and over again. And she's like, well, it was I'm like, we know what that. it was. Don't li- I would tell you to listen to it. It's so obnoxious. Don't listen to it. It's not Do you worth know it. what song I just remembered that I love. What? But it literally makes me cry. I think I know. So I, right, I on the count of think three, know... we'll both say it. Okay. Because I think we were on the same page. So yeah. one, two, three. Christmas Christmas shoes. shoes. Yeah. So <laughs> that's one of my least favorite songs. I fucking that... hate that song. Yeah, but you know what? That kid. It's... There's nothing happy about that song. That kid no. is just like my mom's dead. I, I want listen some to that shoes song when I want to feel something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like I just I just think about it. The song like... so the, my issue with the song is to me it feels like it is trying so hard to be sad. Mm-hmm. Cause what could be sadder than a kid whose mom died of cancer and then he wants to get her a pair of nice shoes to wear when they put her in a casket. But it she... doesn't get much sadder than that. I guess and it's it weird. feels so disingenuous because they're and then the music sounds so like melancholy. I'm like they're trying too hard. And also, this is a Christmas song. You shouldn't be trying to bum me out. You should be trying to make me believe in the magic again because I don't. And right, this like song's his, not helping. For it to be a Christmas song, I feel like the mom needed to miraculously heal. Yeah. Like, and then she It needed goes to be and, like, like, she's about to die and I want her to die in some nice shoes. Or, and then the Lord twist. heals her. <laughs> plot twist. She gets... Oh, no. She miraculously heals. And then she returns <laughs> because she doesn't like them because a child picked them These out. These shoes are actually really fucking ugly. And they're probably like l- like light up sketcher type, like something that would only appeal to a child. And she's just like, I've never I got the sense from the song Jimmy. that the, the child understood the general sense of dressing up. <laughs> like that's the plot. He, he knows that his he mom's feels. going to meet Jesus. And Jesus is going to send her downstairs because they're ugly shoes. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 worried about these shoes. Like if she shows up to heaven in some not nice shoes that Jesus is going to be like, what are those? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but that's what he wants. Right. So she'll come back. But yeah, I agree. Um, it, It's a sad song, song. But like I just I you know, what? I like the guy's voice. I think I've, I haven't listened to it this he's year. He's got the twang. Yeah, like that rat. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to like buy it. these shoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, shut up. <laughs> no. It's... And that's the other thing is it's like the he it's a 44 year old man singing from the perspective of a nine year old. I'm like, Isn't what are we he doing? the man that paid for them? I don't know. I, I, yeah. I don't listen to the song. Yes, it's a bad he song. He saw the little boy and he paid for the fucking shoes. So you're hating on this man for buying oh, yeah. a dead woman's okay. shoes. Okay, first of all, this is not a true story. It's a song the guy wrote. Do you know that? Do you know it's I'm not a true confident. story? Because it might be a fucking true story. I'm confident that it's a made up story. Do not Google it. Do not Google it. I'm, I'm going to take it. the fucking, I'm going to suck the magic out of this shit anyway, right now. So this has been episode 12. Of <laughs> no, the we're not done. Because I have another <laughs> song to talk about. Is Christmas Shoes based on a true story? I'm pretty sure it's from a fucking movie, first of all. Um, it's based on a Christmas story that St. Louis-based radio personality DC Chimes found on the internet. So, no. It's like a fucking no-sleep story, but sad. 
It's it's no sleep because you're crying. <laughs> at reddit.com. <laughs> Not no sleep because you're scared. No sleep because big sad. But big sad. The other one that I don't like, and this one, like Christmas shoes, I just hate. There's one that I I hate this song so much that I hate the kid who sings it. Bill Yeoman? N- no. Why oh. why him? I don't know. Why where the fuck did that name come you from? You say the kid who sings it and I just think Billy Gilman. I don't know why. Isn't he the kid that did the one voice song? Yes. Yeah, that was a good song. Yeah. You know, fun. when I was nine. <laughs> I don't I don't want to listen no, to it. No, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if you'd jam out to it right now. I'm not going to. <laughs> anyway, there's a song that you probably know, and I think the song is bad no matter what, but it, there's specifically one that's sung by this like kid. And it's I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Oh, that's so fucking stupid. Don't you, even talk to me about you, that song. Okay, so you know the song I'm talking about, right? Yeah, okay. First of all, you're never going to get a hippopotamus for Christmas. Second of all, hippopotamuses are fucking vicious-ass animals. Yeah. They weigh hundreds of tons. Like, they're yeah. so fucking huge. They're violent, and too. They want to kill you. They want yeah. to kill you with their fucking tree trunk teeth. Like, exactly. it's so stupid. Who would want that? I'm sorry. What The only hippopotamus that I wanted for Christmas was Hungry Hungry Hippos. Okay? <laughs> Just because I wanted the fucking game and I wanted to... <laughs> and that's four hippos, too. Exactly. So you do not want a fucking hippopotamus. No. Hippos kill make, like, a lot of people per year. Yeah. They They're kill vicious. a lot of people. You so, know what else is like, vicious? What? Pandas. You know what else is vicious? Koala bears. Mm-hmm. You know what else is vicious? Kangaroos. Yeah, kangaroos. We just you know talked about. What else about. is vicious? What? I I don't know. Raccoons. Oh, I mean, I guess it could be. Did know. you see the video of the girl that got attacked by a raccoon this morning? I think I did. And she was just, she was like <laughs> at her front door and she was about yeah. to open it and it fucking bit her leg and she was screaming bloody murder. Her mom comes out and grabs that thing like it's a cat. <laughs> and it's just like it's like sitting there like like what the fuck dude i was just trying <laughs> to bite her leg and then like the mom just fucking chucks it but it was so fucking huge yeah anyway sorry um no, yeah so yeah it's so the fucking hippopotamus song i pulled up the lyrics the first line of the song is i want a hippopotamus for christmas only a hippopotamus will do first of all this you you can tell by the guy's fucking voice this is a little brat only a hippopotamus it's the girl will do? from Willy Wonka, the chocolate factory. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, Christmas is fucking ruined unless I, I get a hippopotamus. First of all, not only do I want the most unrealistic possible present, uh, if I don't get it, Christmas was bullshit this year. Fuck yeah. this little kid and his entitled ass. Also, do you know how big a hippopotamus is? You want that shit in your fucking living room? It's going to break your house, dude. You're going to be yeah. living on the street. While they're inside Honestly, if that fixing was up your kid, house because a hippopotamus just put a hole in it like the fucking Kool-Aid man came in there. I'd get him a hippopotamus. I'd be like, all right, you're going to you're gonna eat those words. Joy. And then the hippopotamus will eat them too because he's going to eat you. Yeah. Second verse, <laughs> he says, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I don't think Santa Claus will mind, do you? Uh, Yeah, I think he do. He, he will mind when he's got a 4,000 fucking pound killing machine hanging out in the back of his sleigh and fucking <laughs> his opponent, straining to keep the thing in the air he's given all the fucking eight tiny reindeer brain aneurysms from overuse of their fucking muscles my biggest question with that song is who thought who sat there and was like okay we need the christmas song of the year mm-hmm. and then somebody said i want I a hippopotamus it. for christmas and everybody was like yep go on keep going 
<laughs> I resonate with this. No, you don't. <laughs> like I, I related more to the kid who wanted his two front teeth. Yeah. Because at one point I did want my two front teeth, yeah. and I can understand as a child rat, not understanding Santa how your dental that, but... hygiene works and how things need to grow on their own. <laughs> That's normal. But to want a hippopotamus, it doesn't make any sense. This kid lives in a delusional world. Yeah, and he needs mental he, health probably. He goes on to say that he won't have to bring him in through the chimney. He can just bring him through the front door because that's the easy thing to do. It wouldn't fit. In what world is that the easy thing? It's not coming through the front door, bro. It's not going to get – you're going to have to open up the garage and you're going to have to knock down a wall to get that fucking giant zoo beast into your house. For real. I mean – He's listen. putting a serious burden on Santa. If you can't tell, I've thought about this a lot. I think about this every <laughs> year, but this year I have a podcast. I so I was have like, I'm not fucking... listened to that song, so – I Every year it comes on WBMW 106.5. Every year. They don't deserve to make money off of that song, I don't think. No, no. This kid should this kid should be impoverished because he owes me money for distressing me. Because <laughs> I should be able to sue this guy. Because every year I hear this on the radio. Because I like to listen to the radio at this time of year. Because I want to hear other Christmas songs, not just my playlist. I want to hear them talk about Christmas and shit. He goes on to say no no crocodiles or rhinoceroses. All right, bro, you can't even right. talk. You think you can care for a hippo? I have. I don't a think so. You're gonna get eaten real quick. I have a theory. Mm hmm. This kid's parents are zookeepers, so he they just wants be. them to bring a hippopotamus to the zoo. That's what it is. Hundred percent. He is the child of a zookeeper and or a zoo owner, really. And he just wants his parents to bring a hippopotamus to the zoo and he'll call it his. That's what I it think is. what it is, is his dad spends works at the zoo and he's one of the caretakers for the animals. And he specifically tends to the hippos and he really loves the hippos. And lately, his dad's been spending more and more time at the zoo. Mom thinks that he's seeing a girl from there. But. Little Timmy fucking knows that his dad just loves the loves that hippo more than he loves his son. And he thinks maybe if so I have a hippo, wants, my dad will want to spend time with me. Yep. If the hippo is at home with him, he'll also have a relationship with his dad. So mm -hmm. the hippo is a metaphor for his, a relationship with his own father. Oh, no. It's a, not even a metaphor. His dad just loves the hippos at the zoo that he works with more than his own son. And that's what the song's really about. And you know what? Okay. Fucking deserves it because this little kid sounds like a dumbass who doesn't yeah, understand how the fucking dick. world works. I'm sorry. If my kid told me I want this and nothing else it will work, I'd be like, I'd be like, congratulations, you're getting nothing then. I'd be like, How's that we're sound? not doing Christmas this year because yeah. I just told Santa not to come. I just told Santa you're being a little bitch about it this year and that. not to bother. Oh man, now it's almost ten o'clock. It's actually nine forty-seven. No, it's almost ten o'clock. Nine forty-eight. Yeah. I thought it was after ten o'clock. It's nine forty-seven. Yeah. Now it's nine forty-eight. Oh my god, my computer's a minute back. I, I feel like that's not that big of a deal. <laughs> you look like this is like a greatly like problematic discovery, but I don't think it really makes that much of a difference. Yes, it does. You may never know which of those two things, which. No, I know that Apple is the more reliable the one, right. one. I know that Apple is like synced up to like the main clock of the clocks, but. Your computer's supposed to be synced up too. Yeah, that's the problem. So how do you know I'm, which one to trust? I'm thinking it's faulty. So this phone is new. I trust that it is more true. than I trust myself. That seems um extreme. Yeah, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Sometimes I can be extreme. I guess so. 
Well, we've been going for probably about what two hours now, so I'd say two and a half. Two and a half hours. Well, we also we had a lot oh, of oh, like, there were sound uh, checks and shit yeah, like sound that. check and stuff like that in the beginning, but I'd say it is. Pr- not bad for a first episode back in three weeks and not yeah. having like a review or a movie or anything like that going on. I'm just out well, here carrying this podcast. I'm going so. to Epcot tomorrow to do some research. Same with Animal Kingdom. I'm gonna go there and because nighttime in Animal Kingdom is a whole vibe. Is it? I've never been at night. I've only been no, in like no the morning. No, no one has. Because every or people obviously have, but I'm saying like for us, every time we've ever planned a trip or um, Animal Kingdom's always the first it's, park. Animal Kingdom's always like, yeah, it's always like one of the first parks we go to and it's always in the morning so that we can go to Hollywood Studios that night. Exactly. Because so, you can kind of do them both in a day. Lacey and I went there at night. Holy <clears> shit, <throat> it is so fucking nice. It's a whole vibe. Yeah, it does sound cool. So I'll send um I'll send videos of it and I'll I'll talk about it on the podcast. All right, yeah. And I'm gonna find more Reddit no sleeps and I think that's gonna be a really cool segment. We're yeah, yeah. Next episode Jell-O. we'll definitely you read the you find and you uh like print out or whatever you're gonna do for the Booth World Industries ones. I'll tell the one about the Tulpa, which I'm excited because you don't know it. So it'd be yeah. cool to see how you react. Like we both know the Booth World story, but at least one of us doesn't know this Tulpa story. So that, that'd be cool. It'd be cool to yeah. see. Yeah. Because I think I'm excited about that because I am the one who knows it, so it's not gonna make me not sleep. But <laughs> but it might it might fuck up your life. Well, so, I'm also yeah. I'm gonna find that Disney one, and whether it's next episode or the one after, I'll read it to you because yeah, or a different one, I mean. But um, but yeah, so that we got some stuff coming, people. So yeah, the worst part yeah. is, is I'm gonna have to read multiple no sleeps to find after I, and like I next episode like... I'm gonna read the Tulpa one, but the next time we decide to do a no sleep episode, um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to read multiple no sleeps to find a good one. Which means that I'm really probably going to be upset for, I don't know how how long it'll take me to get over it, but. Right. But yeah, so uh, we want to wrap this uh wrap this shit up. Yeah, so essentially this has been a TV guide episode of what's to come. We have yeah. <laughs> um, we've been talking about a lot of stuff that we're going to continue to talk about, um, continue to review or try out, and um, yeah, it's been a nice catch up. Um, we are back to virtual. Yep. Um, we are prepared for any pandemic that may come um, or any increase <laughs> in the current one that we're still in, which I feel Not like they're kind of holding off on calling that off. I don't know. Just, <laughs> um, yeah. But um, yeah, so this has been episode 12 of the Unqualified Podcast. I have been Megan. I've been Jesse. That was a little delayed. Not really. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, sorry Jesse boss. does the intros. I do the outros. This is the official outro of episode 12. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, Jordan. And <laughs> let us know how it sounded. And let us know what you think. Um, share with your friends. And you heard it here. Jesse's going to ride Guardians of the Galaxy. And he admitted it on the podcast. I did. And if he's going to hold me to the fucking crickets, I'm going to hold him to that. So That's fair. But mind you. I, I, I for do my like thing, it's like I have crickets. to suck it up and go on this like amazing ride. For your thing, you have to suck it up and eat a bug. So well, it's going to be one of the bugs that they like dehydrate and then they make it into like a snack for humans. Yeah. It's a thing. I'm not going to I don't know that I'm ever going to see bugs Petsmart. as a snack for humans, but. Well, they, they make it. Some people do. Some people do. And not I was also me. thinking frog legs. Not cr- I don't know why crickets popped in yeah. my head. I don't know. I think I'd, uh, I don't know what I'd rather eat. I feel like I'd rather eat the frog legs. Or the gizzards know. or some shit. Ew, no. Anyway, they they the sell bug. them at Salem. Yeah, um, they sell them in a lot of places. It's gross. I know. I, I, I don't think I could. But anyway, so yeah, this has been episode 12 of the Unpol- Un. 
unqualified podcast. <laughs> the unpolished podcast. <laughs> the unqualified podcast. And yeah, we will see you in a couple of days with some scary ass stories. Yeah, I'm excited. But yeah. Thanks right. for listening if you made it this far. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you.